Hey guys, 30 and Still Gaming here. I just want to let you know that if you have been enjoying these podcasts that we've been doing since May of 2015, you might like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain the future episodes. You can help us out as for little as 99 cents per month, $4.99 per month, or $9.99 per month. If you do the top tier one, we the creators get 13% more per dollar. Now, you do not have to donate anything at all. They're free and always will be free. Whether you watch us live on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or later over at YouTube.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or listen to us right here on your favorite audio podcast platform. But if you have enjoyed at least even one of these episodes, you might want to help us out. The link is in the description below if you would like to support us. I do appreciate everyone listening and hope you enjoy the content we have been creating over the years and look forward to doing many more. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Oh, I got a bottle of scotch for this episode. And I am 30 and Still Gaming, the host of Generation X Gaming. Uh, if you guys want to hear any of the past broadcasts, this is episode 186. We have 185 of them on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. If you want to listen to us after the fact, if you can't make it here on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming Live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can listen to the past broadcasts on those platforms. Uh, on today's show, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about, uh, well, me and Sarge played Star Wars Battlefront 2 update yesterday, the co-op. Um, kind of fun. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, Batman Arkham guys might be making some a, a new game. Uh, Mario Kart is breaking into the hearts and into your wallets of everyone. Okay. We got Call of Duty. Call of Duty breaking the hearts of everyone and 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 get inside there with some loot boxes and some stupid shit that they're doing. Uh, Bob Iger can't, uh, can't, can't shut up. And came out with his own autobiography and uh, tells some stories about how George Lucas was super disappointed in Star Wars. Um, Fortnite's putting some bots in, and we'll talk about that. Um, Anthem, got some news there. Can't wait. To, I, I can't wait, Sarge, to tell you about Anthem. Uh, and then microtransactions have no place in a full price game. We're going to talk about that. And then if we have time, we'll talk about Fallout 76. Uh, more problems. Not really their problem, but... Still included into the actual no, fall of six. Listen, you cannot blame them for that one. Uh, and then they're we'll just, talk about that's guilt by association. And then and if, then we'll talk if about if it had been the Shadow other Keep. helmet, then yes, right. And then we'll we'll talk about Shadow Keep. Uh, what you need to know because today is Thursday, five days away from the update of why, Destiny Two. Why am I excited about new skinned enemies in the same planet? Tell uh, me. Because there's something. Why? There's something why about. Am I excited? There's something they're about so Destiny. Good. There's they're something so about Destiny. Good at it. Yeah, there's something there's something about Destiny. All right, but let's let's it. start off. Let's start off with Star Wars Battlefront Two co-op update. It's out now, right? So there's a couple other things. There's also a single player uh, 
AI thing that you can do in there. I forget what the missions are called. You can also play uh, Felucia inside the supremacy boards and such. Uh, they also added a Republic Commando and also a, a, a Separatist Commando, which I don't know if you did you play any of them at all last night? The, the Commando guys, commando. the ones with the rocket launcher or the grenade launcher. I like them. I thought they were pretty cool and they look badass, too. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that I don't want to jump. I, I can jump right into whatever topic we're talking about. What the, the part I don't like about those kind of things is the game isn't structured around them, right? If the if 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 Battlefront had more of a battlefield tie to it, yeah, then having special unit forces would make sense in that game. In this game, you just get it because it looks cool and you're running around real quick, dudes the weapons, but then he's dead. The, tact the, the tactfulness of that unit is wasted because you don't give him a thing to do in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I had to if say... They, if enemy has heavy tanks, and then you need... Or it's like a hard point that you can't get through, then you hope the guys who are trying to fight it and keep losing call in the commandos. And you send the commandos, the commandos can break the line. Like, that's the reason why you get the commando. But I, I have to say, for I, I haven't played it a lot, but the amount of characters they've put in and the Fantastic. heroes that they've put in, there's a good balance there between them, right? Um, and if it wasn't for what happened to this game two years ago, before it even launched, like the day before it launched, um, with all the microtransaction loot boxes in there, this game is actually a really well-balanced game as far as the different heroes that you use and the different characters that you use. There's not one that's like super OP. They made oh, there a good. Was, there, is, there is. No, I mean, no, they're really. If you know how to use them. There well, is. that's by look. If if you have a Tiger Woods of of golf or a Kangaroo Junior of baseball, it's an old old. It raises it raises the level. right. There's always going to be the outlier that's always good. Like there's always going to be someone that's like doesn't matter what you do to the game to make it super balanced they are going to be able to be you know it's that skill right but the actual player base itself that they've created in this game is a good well-balanced like classes and stuff i don't know i thought it was pretty good i had a lot of fun here's the problem with star wars in general right they've added so much and they they, they said they're adding more in october there's another update coming out in just two weeks mid-october hold on sarge in mid-October, they're coming out with another update, right? That's going to be more like Galactic Conquest. This is what they've said, right? But they didn't use Galactic Conquest, but they're, they're, they're wording it like Galactic Conquest. And this is just another thing that's just... It would be almost the perfect game if it came out two years ago. Go ahead, Sarge. I agree with everything you just said. Now, the question I have is... In a business standpoint, from everything we've seen for what they do for add-ons and DLCs and holdbacks and special editions and all these other things that happen during a game. What is the point of supporting a game that's two years old, <clears throat> that has no microtransactions it does, in it? No, it does. It does have microtransactions. For, for the sake of trying to get people to come back it does, when it's already over. No, no, it does have microtransactions in it. Now, we did find out how much copies they made from this game two years ago right it was almost 15 million copies i think it was 15.3 or 14.7 million copies sold for this game two years ago that everyone said was a piece of shit and no one bought but 15 million people bought this game so this unsuccessful put it, put it, put it on underperformed bro 
right? No, it, it probably it, did it, it in under, their it eyes, right? It underperformed probably in their eyes. But what I'm saying to you is there's a clientele out there, 15 million people own this IP, okay? And every time they add, because they know people are not playing it, right? But if they add an Anakin or if they add an Obi-Wan, and you want to come back, you'll come back for an hour. You, you want to come back and play. Now, hold on. You'll see a skin that maybe you like that you really want to get for your character. And you might do that impulse buy of $20, $10 for the, for the actual. So what you're saying is the only reason why they're still supporting it is because they are making money. They on are it. absolutely right. If they weren't making money on it. Okay. Now it's, it's probably a small percentage, but again, small percentages, right? If you're, if you're taking $10 from a thousand people, that's still an income that you got. You already made. You oh, already okay. made your like the the straight up money for fifteen million copies sold. Remember, fifteen million copies. That's like seven hundred million dollars. Okay, and they get they get sixty to seventy percent of that nowadays. And this is a this is a running tally of today. Okay, not tally like my my mod tally, but this is a running tally of the, the theme that we're doing today. Okay. This game, this piece of shit game that everyone hates, sold 15 million copies or close There's, to 15 it's million just, copies. It's just, it's just shy of like okay. a billion dollars. They don't have, they're mostly digital, right? There was a report that came out That's last correct. month. There was a report that came out last month from last year to this year or two years ago. It was like a 30-70 split where 30% was digital and 70% was, di uh, was, was actual physical copies. That's now it's, it's swapped. completely swapped. In two years, it completely swapped. Okay, I think it was from 2016 to 2018. So from 2016 to 2018, it swapped. Seventy percent of now are digital, and thirty percent are now physical. Now most most people don't show their sales anymore because they're digital, because they're also non uh, they're they're not public companies, so they don't have to show or reveal that stuff. But the ones that are public, here's the here's the beauty part. The ones that are public tell you how many they sold. And then there's lists that come out that know based on their sales on where the people that don't report their sales that don't show it, right? There's people that tell you they've made 20 million, uh, two people after that, probably made like 17 and like 15. And then, you know what I'm saying? Are we, in the, are we in the show right now? Is this still the intro? No, this is this. Oh, we're out of the intro. We're, we're talking about Star Wars Battlefront 2 co-op, right? Okay. So, so basically, Star Wars is still making money because of all the skins. Like, I saw a skin yesterday. For, I just went through it. It was the, the solo character, right? And I was like, oh, how much is that? It was 2000 and I forget what the, the emblem is, but it's the currency that you purchase, right, that have for real money, okay? Now, you could either spend 20,000 credits, which are in the game, that you earn in the game, and I had 54, so I need another 30,000 just to unlock this one skin. Or I can go to the store... And purchase it for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars for one skin. Now there's people doing that. There's people I, that are doing that. I, that's fine, but I still think it's a waste of fucking time because there's no player base to a game. You're basically nickel and diming people oh. that are kind of well, popping in from now and from now and again, and then they're leaving. But there's no player base for this fucking game. Well, we know that because yesterday, me and Sarge were playing. It's a brand new mode that came out. It was a co-op mode. We played about two hours, and then all of a sudden, it said we needed one more player. Right, we couldn't start the match with two people. With two, you can't start with two people. You need a third person. You need, thir you need three people for co-op. It was ten thirty at night. I'm gonna look up the word co-op right now, and I want to see what the definition is. Ten thirty. I, I, I might be stupid. Ten thirty at night, and we were the only two people on the planet Earth that were playing this game mode out of fifteen million copies sold. Okay, so it makes you wonder how many people are playing. I would say 
roughly 50,000 to maybe 100,000 people still play this game regularly. Regularly out of 15 million people. Okay. I had fun. I thought it was great. But we said it last night when we were playing the game, Sarge. Too little, too late. Too late. It's too late. Why don't you just have that stuff in the game? I, I just don't know why they just didn't take the two extra years, right? Because it was probably in development for two years. Just take the extra two years and come out this year, right? Yeah, but then you wouldn't have anything that year to come out, bro. Right? And then just release a game. Just release everything in the game. Imagine the possibilities of people playing a game going, wow, this is amazing. And, and then going, you know what? We're still going to support it, but there's no DLC and there's no microtransactions. We actually worked five years to make this game enjoy, right? Enjoy. Instead, right? And this is the theme. Okay. Got to keep our lights on. Got to keep our lights on. They have to support the game over year after year where they already made their upfront money of it, which again, $700 million roughly, right? Roughly. Okay. $750 million sold. Got to keep their lights on. They got to charge microtransactions, Sarge. Right? I actually want to go play yeah, some... They made, a, they made a billion dollars, bro. They, they, you gotta, we gotta, that's an expensive light bulb. We got to keep the fucking lights that's, on, That's man. an expensive fucking some, light bulb. We got to put some skins uh, in there. Right. We got to put some pretty things that go above the guy's head. A little droid that might beep, beep, beep at you when yeah. you're about to die. Yeah. You know, you got to have that kind of stuff. Right. So that was Star Wars. Star Wars in general, I actually think it's a fantastic game it's one of the most beautiful games created yes but, yes, but do you understand that do you, do you do you see the commonality over the last three years of games yes i've seen the commonality bend, over the last over, seven years of games you over without lube but we're pretty we look right that's that's that that is the theme here for every game that's come out the last three years bend over no star lube, wars but we're pretty star and wars pretty does not make the game awesome right, right. star wars it makes cool Star Wars, before it launched, was a shit game because of the paid transactions, right? It was pay to win. It was straight up pay to win loot box central. It stopped it before the loot boxes even hit before day one. And since day one, the game has never had a loot box in it. Even though when you say loot box, you think Battlefront 2. Even though when it launched, it never had a loot box in it. It never had a loot box. They got rid of the loot boxes before the game came out, right? It got rid of the pay to win before the game came out. Yeah, but do you, but here's here's the here's the part I don't get. Every other time where the 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 masses have gone berserko and told everyone to go fuck themselves and not gonna buy the game, not one of these developers has flinched. Nope. When everybody they keep went pushing. ape shit, they keep when pressing. everyone went ape shit on the Star Wars thing, they flinched. And it's not because of the gamer. Right. It's because Disney made a phone call. Right. Because okay? Disney made the phone call. Understand that, guys. It was right. not from you. They don't give a shit about what you think. Bob Iger was like, okay. um, our, yeah, our stocks Iger are called up our says, stocks are going down. Right. right now. I need you. Look, we're we're coming out with the last Jedi. We don't need this shit, okay? This shit storm is gonna happen by itself. I need you to pull this thing, get the, right. the loot boxes out. I've never seen I've never seen something somebody change their game last minute that quickly. Super the fast. mouse was in the house. Oh yeah. Okay. You know that for a fact. So so overall, would you recommend if you own Star Wars Battlefront 2, the people that are out there that owned it that stopped playing it, would you recommend them going back and playing this? Um, I mean uh, uh, according to how people's mentality is now 
with this one and done shit. If you're bored in between games and you just happen to be the kind of person that's the games that are coming out right now, you're not interested in, then yeah, you'll end up buying it because you're bored. Well, but as far as you waiting for a game to come out, you got Outer Worlds, you got Call of Duty, you got all this other stuff but coming how down much the did pipe. You, how like, much did you pick Star up? Star this... Wars is not showing up on your on your scope no. going, hey, you know what? I should go back and download some shit to a game that was two so, years old that no one gave a shit about. So well, I should do that. So I'll, I'll say, look, if you could pick it up for like five, six bucks, even $10, worth it. That is the campaign alone... I think is worth it. I thought it was a, a decent campaign. I think you'll have fun if you're a Star Wars fan. If you already own the game, check it out. There's a lot of new stuff in there. That I'll do. You can level up your characters now. You can actually play characters that you get didn't get to play with before because in the co-op mode, there's only four people battling over, and there's there's four heroes, so you can always get something. You know what right. I mean? So you're not so some guy doesn't hoard Darth Maul for right. the entire match exactly and just owns everybody and you're in the back with the with the officer without any leveled cards going what do I do oh I'm dead what do I do oh I'm dead again like that kind of gameplay this this right this they're they're actually letting you do this now because it's two years right I have right. a feeling doesn't matter so here here's the thing right remember the years ago when on this podcast they said they're going to make a battlefield battlefront battlefield battlefront and when last jedi came out in 2017 after battlefront 2 came out and it was a bomb i said on the show two years ago i said that they will not make battlefield 3 they're changing their tune right there's gonna be some sort of com something coming out and i said it'll probably do an update for battlefront 2 for the new movie and i think that's where they're gonna stand with it right well you notice nothing's coming out this year right What's it's every supposed to be, it was supposed to be every other year. Every Last other year. year was Battlefield. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's coming out. No, this no year. Battlefront's coming Nothing. out this year. Just Jedi Fallen Order is the Star Wars game coming out. But DICE is not coming out with Battlefront 3 this year. They're just supporting Battlefield 5 and Battlefront 2, right? So it's kind of weird, don't you think? I called it. I'll even find the I'll I'll find the episode I called it on where they said I said they will not make Battlefront 3 because of the of the of the pushback. All right. So next story that I want to talk about is this one's a real quick one. I'm just going to this is this is more of a let you guys know that Tencent, which is a a uh, a company that's basically slowly but surely putting stock into multiple industries in this video because they game know what's space. coming down the pike. So, China's Tencent, with already has ownership stakes and alliances with many major video game companies, has added yet another big name to their list. Right, this is like under the radar. People don't know these things. Okay, Square Enix, makers of Final Fantasy and Tomb Raider, have signed a letter of intent to enter into a strategic alliance with Tencent Holdings Ltd. While the details of the partnership weren't listed on one of the results, uh, will join the venture company that will create a triple-A games based on new intellectual properties and licensing existing ones. Okay. The alliance will enable a couple uh our board I'm sorry, our board range internet service capabilities to Square Enix Group super uh, super creativity and provide customers with unprecedented content and experiences on a global basis. You know what that stands for? You know what that word that right there I just stand for? The content experience on a global basis. That means they're going to nickel and dime you for everything you're worth for microtransactions galore. That's what that means. That's that's the fancy terms for it. 
Um, the partnership is the latest of string of alliances Tencent has built in video games industry over the past several years. It has become the world's biggest gaming company, though it largely unknown to players. Can you imagine that? It's the largest gaming company on planet Earth, and yet nobody knows about them. Hmm. That's because they're Chinese. That's that a Chinese seems company. That's very why. strange. I know a lot of Chinese companies, Sarge. I know a lot of Chinese companies that make video games, and Tencent is not listed as any of them because they own 49% of every company, <laughs> and they don't own the majority, so they go under the radar. Yet they're the ones pulling the strings, right? Underneath in the background, right? So Yeah, this is definitely going to be the Chinese godfather thing happening right so, now. So just to let you know, Tencent owns 40% of Epic Games, okay? It owns Ubisoft, okay? It has a 5% stake in Ubisoft. It has a... 5% stake in Activision Blizzard. It has a 10% stake in Riot Games. It has a, it doesn't say the percentage, but it says that it made a, uh, with Supercell in 2016, Tencent bought a majority stake in the developer publisher Clash of Clans. Hmm. One of the world's highest grossing, means 51%. highest world's largest, highest grossing mobile game with 8.6, wait for it, gotta keep the lights on, billion $8.6 billion dollars a billion, a billion. per year. Got to keep their lights on, Sarge. Got to keep their lights yeah, on. Yeah, AC is expensive, dude. You know. Now, Take-Two Interactive Software, while it doesn't How have ownership in the company, it's behind Grand Theft Auto Tencent, has Take-Two have been partners since 2009, making NBA 2K games available to play in China. So with all of these, okay, with all of these, got to keep your expensive light bulbs on. Tencent... Made eight point six billion dollars with Clash of Clans, uh, so that's that story. That's the the quick. Wait, wait, Clash of Clans to date has made that much, or that every year? No, no, that was two thousand sixteen. Eight point six billion dollars. Two thousand sixteen. Eight right. point six right. billion. Because you have to let's, let's let's remember a couple of things though, right? It sounds like a lot of money. Right? <laughs> it it's, is. It sounds like I know some people. It sounds like a lot of money, but you have to remember the market that it's in. When we're talking about a mobile game, and I know that sometimes people don't think about the numbers, right? But when you're talking about a mobile game and something like Clash of Clans where it can be known by a large number of people, doesn't have to be like a Western Western market or an Eastern market, it's pretty much universal, right? So you're talking about, what you're talking about is the 6.5 billion people on the planet. And we're gonna, let's just let's just say 2 billion of them play some type of game on their phone which i think is a lowballing it we're just lowballing hold it. on a second okay. did you say 6.5 billion people on the planet on the planet yeah. okay they made 8.6 billion dollars it's a dollar from everybody on the planet no but i understand that what i'm saying though is in the mobile market your market is tremendous you can have anybody oh, yeah. on there yeah right so now clash of clans which by the way i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie is still on my phone i've never played and it. i want you to know this little asterisk ready for this Right, I played it for two years. Didn't buy, didn't buy a thing. But I figured, you know what? I owe them something because I'm playing their game. Oh God! Right, Sarge went down the Clash of Clans no. hole. Yeah, yeah. I bought, I bought twenty dollars. Oh my God! Sarge bought twenty dollars. I, I, I think the game's worth twenty bucks. I bought the extra builders because I didn't like the downtime. Right. God. And and I want you to know this. I have been playing this game and I attack once a week. So I'm a completely defensive player in Clash of Clans. Right. And like this is the shit house that I'm in because the game has gone on so long. They can't get anybody to buy more shit. 
So they had to make that new town. So if anybody who plays Clash of Clans, I'm talking about Inky. Okay, Inky. When I'm done with this rant, I got to talk to you about this drink right here, buddy. Okay, so, okay, so what what had happened was is that they made this other town. So now you cross the river, and now you're at this other town. So not only do you have a level 12 base normally, but you have this builder hall base that you wanted to build from scratch. It was a genius plan, genius. And now I get gems like they're going out of style, whereas beforehand you had to buy gems. I get like 100 gems, 150 gems a week, easy, for doing nothing. So what is so it? Like I'm, I'm, I'm basically riding a wave of the free shit because of all the crazy people who still play this game. Interesting. Remember, that, right, one, uh, remember that one Inky, guy? Inky, what's the, I got this from, from Scotland, buddy. How's this one here? How's this one here? My friend just got back from Europe. That, the thumbs My up. My friend just got back from Europe. I wanted to know if you know about this guy here. Single malt. Single malt scotch. I think it's fucking brilliant. <clears throat> I I'm not a big I'm not a big uh, big drinker, so Sarge Sarge knows his stuff. Make up I make up for no. Someone brought this. They, they were in Europe and they brought it back for me. I fucking I was ecstatic. It's fucking amazing. <clears throat> All right, next story is a quick story. Uh, we have the new Batman game possibly teased by Arkham Origin devs. Okay, it appears that Batman or uh, Arkham Origins developer WB Games Montreal is teasing its new game. The studio tweeted out September 22nd for the first time uh, in more than four years. That looks like their Twitter account was was dead for four years. Uh, it looks like a cryptic teaser for a new project then goes uh, on to September 23rd. The studio posted another teaser with a tagline that says capture the night. The teaser is a comp uh, accompanied by a series of quickly changing symbols. That could imply the latest threat to Batman will have to face. You can check out the latest teaser below and follow the uh, by the early one, and we'll continue to update the story as it goes. It's it's something real real tiny. It's just a I don't even know if I can if I can show you real fast. It it literally that's it. It just it's a it's a, a thing that changes the logo. So you don't have, so if you like a logo but don't want to get copyright striked. You put this program in, it takes a cool logo that you have that you like that's from somebody else, and it changes it just enough to where you don't get sued. Uh, well, I think this is a, a, a clip of, of what villain they're going to be going up against Batman, personally, but um, I like your idea, though. <clears throat> so that's, that's the Batman news there. Uh, that's a quick story. That's a quick story. Just more of an information... Now let's get into the little bit of the nitty gritty here. Um, I thought we were in the I thought we were in the trenches. Well, we are, but not really for us, Sarge. Like this is just this is just a, a warm up. Can we just talk about something positive for a minute so everybody doesn't think that sure. we're negative about everything all the sure, time? We're... All right. So here's the positive outlook that I have. Uh, I've been gaming for a long time. I've been watching the games over the years, and I want to say that I, I've never seen world creation, uh, player mechanics, and uh, visual experiences for whatever type of game you're playing that make you feel like you're actually there. Like over the last five, six years, that has been something that has been phenomenal, right? It has been amazing to see what these crazy some bitches who do crunch time make in the three to five years that it takes to make the game. I personally thank them for doing that because I know it takes a lot of time to do that. And you can tell by the details in the game that you guys all run past because you don't give a shit 
right? Like I'm the guy that walks around the walls and stares at the walls in the game. So if you see somebody doing that in the game and you don't know why they're doing it, it's people like me, they're going, man, the guys who fucking designed this wall, are you fucking kidding me? This is not even copy paste. Like I've gone like, I've gone like 50 yards now. None of this is copy paste. It's all drawn. Everything here is drawn. And like that kind of thing, I appreciate, right? Game mechanics, I appreciate, right? We have gotten better. Oh, Things yeah. have gotten better. I've played some of the greatest games this past year ever yeah. in my we're life. Not, the go- not in the golden years, but yeah. this is good. Now, the part that I say, and the reason why people think that in general that 30 and I are negative is because once a developer sets the bar, now, whether they set the bar because they wanted to or by or accident they, or they didn't mean to right or the these guys were just in a room and they go we're going to do this list of 35 things and if it works it's going to be the greatest game ever right and so they do 35 things they go through game testing and it all works and now they're scared and they go this fucking all works it doesn't crash it doesn't do anything right let's release it they release it a game like that and now they set the bar there's a bar now i'm sorry there's a bar they set it yeah. okay so now what ends up happening is if I see some half-ass attempt to throw some shit out the door in order to make a dollar, I have questions well, because I know what's possible. Now, I'm not saying everybody in the industry is triple A level no, developer. I, yeah, I get that. Like everybody's different. I get it. Okay. I get it. But just like when Tiger Woods played golf at his best – Everybody who played golf played better. Had to, had to up their fact. game. Go had back it, and yep. look at golf yep. when Tiger was playing. He, he upped Everybody the game. played yep. better he upped because the game. you elevate, right? Yep. So the same thing happens with games. So when 30 and I talk about a game, the reason why we're talking about the bad shit and not the good shit is because the good shit's the given. Right. We know what you can do. I can't praise you for doing what I know you can do. The parts that bother us is you keep putting stuff out that you know damn well is crap, but you still try to put a fucking bow on it and sell it to us. Yep. I'm going to notice. I'm sorry that I'm not 16. You know, I'm, I'm banging my girlfriend 16 times a day. Don't care. <laughs> I'm going to buy games. Man, as I'm tired soon as you come say out. that. Okay. I'm going to buy the game as soon as it comes out. I'm not that way anymore. I've been there. I've done that. But now I'm looking at the industry that I love, that I grew up with, and I'm watching it go down a dirty, dirty yeah. road. Yeah. The bar and the nobody bars. Else, nobody else seems to care because the flag that they put in the ground is, well, I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Like if that's if that is your stance. That's the only stance you have, that you're having fun. Then you need to step outside just for a little while, experience the world, see how the world works. Then come back to the industry that you love and watch how they are literally pissing in your face. So I hate when people say, well, it's a shitty game, but I was having fun, right? And I used this analogy earlier today. I said, if I buy something from the dollar store, like a yo-yo, right? We said a yo-yo earlier, right? The yo-yo is a piece of, there's a good Dunkin' yo-yo you can buy, right? That costs like, excuse me. First of all, if you're buying a yo-yo, you buy a fucking Dunkin'. That's what I'm saying, right? You can go buy a Dunkin' yo-yo and it costs you like $10, $15. That's a good, that's a great yo-yo, right? It's a fun yo-yo. But 
You could also buy a yo-yo at the dollar store, right? Does the same thing, just does it. it. No, I understand it. It's a piece of shit yo-yo, but it's fun, right? It's fun. For an hour, it's fun. I only spent a dollar. It's fun, right? And that's what I don't like. That's what's happening to video games right now, right? Video games is there's the grade A video game, and we'll talk like Spider-Man, God of War, Mass Effect 2. You know what I mean? Like these are the games that are like, the bar dun- setting. The bar, the bar setting, setting of that. Limit, yes, yes. Which is the limit. Yes. Right? Not every game's like that. No, 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 no. Of course not, right? Not every game could be bestseller. Not every movie could be top seller. Not every book could be bestseller. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's always going to be shittier games, but the bar is what you should always strive for, right? Like, again, Battlefield. Battlefield every year hit a bar and then raise that bar just a little bit more. Just raise it a little bit more. And then the pinnacle of the bar was Bad Company 2, right? That was the bar, the set of the bar, okay? And then since then, they've dropped it just a little bit, right? They just can't hit that bar. Visually, uh, graphically, I mean, graphically more... It looks pretty. Yeah, no, it still looks pretty. But the tech of blowing up buildings and the, and the, and the effects, yeah, they have it in the games now, but not the same, right? Not the same, right? It was something about Bad Company. Well, actually, you know what? I'll take, let me take that back. Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5 and the destructibility, they've raised the bar there, but they've lost in gameplay, right? They've lost their way in gameplay. And that's why I say Battlefield Bad Company 2 is like the pinnacle because the gun mechanics, the the, the action, the destructibility, everything about that game was on, boom, top bar, right? Now they're like bar up here, down bar over here. Like they don't, They're not raising the bar anymore, right? They're the Duncan yo-yo of what it used to be. Now they're on the dollar store. Right. Well, to be to be fair, the reason why you know, a, a lot of people are start arguing, and and I demand people defend themselves when they talk to us. Please send the emails and twats. Please, I want to hear send a defense position. I want to hear a defense position from you guys. It's fine. I, I like to have discussions. Right? I'm not the only one that feels this way. But when they made the game with the destructible level that they did, the reason why they toned it back is because the maps boiled down to a grind fest. No, he means twats. Entire, he means the twats. Entire, the entire board was leveled, and there was no more cover to hide behind, and so people were complaining, right? But, okay, so my question is, that means the battle went on too long, which means it was a good game, right? right? Because if the battle goes on long, that means both sides are pushing hard. Then the town gets leveled, there's nothing left, and you're bare bones, and now you still have to fight it out. That's fucking epic. It's epic. It's not because you're crying because there's no more cover. It's because everybody is doing great, right? That's why the town's leveled. Everyone's doing their job, right? I, listen, I wouldn't mind if the game went back to more fully destructible environments, but it took longer to do it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it takes a lot more stuff to I knock down a building. I don't want to just one rocket launcher to the wall, and knock it down. But like, it's not just that anymore. It's the gameplay itself has now gotten to a point where the it's it's the Battlefield Five is almost like Battlefield Three. Remember how long it took them to fix that? It took a whole year. Yeah, took a whole year to fix three. Yeah, that that's that's the way it's, Sarge talks about tweets, twats, right? And of course, that's what you're thinking of, right? That's exactly what you're supposed well, to think of. Uh, excuse me. First of all, only a certain certain people at a certain age know what the hell a twat is. Yeah, exactly. So right. at that point, they understand. <laughs> they understand me as a person. All right, it's a waffle maker. Exactly that, right. That's correct, Slow. It is a waffle maker. <laughs> you can thank all the you can thank all the people from the Deutschland for that one. I've I've had a lot of twats in my life. A lot of, a lot of twats. 
Um, Everybody should have one. At least one. So the next the next topic I want to talk about, we're going from we're, we're talking about Mario Kart, right? Mario Kart, um, Mario Kart Tour is monetizing the shit out of it. So I I tried this. I played it, right? I played it. Tally, we're just talking about waffles, okay? We're just talking about waffles. Um, I I played Mario Kart. It's it's fun, right? It's on mobile. It's very easy. Basically, it's a game that you don't play. So Mario Run, which came out two years ago or a year ago, basically Mario runs by himself, and all you do is hit the hit the screen and make him jump, right? Well, Mario Kart it drives by itself, and all you do that's, is that's that's the temple hidden temple thing, same game. Yeah. So all you do is just slide your thumb across, and then you can turn, right? But you don't have to because your guy will just hit the wall and then hug the wall. He doesn't really fall off anything. It's yeah. just exactly what it is, right? So they monetize everything. So on every level. There is a character that you need to be the best character of that board. And what that means is he gets three objects to shoot when he picks up a, a block. Where if you have a second guy, he only gets two and then everyone else gets one. Right? So it's all random transaction loot boxes. Okay? Monetization. And if you want to play the level uh, 200cc class, it's a $5 a month subscription. $5 a month subscription for the year. You're paying $70 to play Mario Kart on your cell phone, right? Think about that for a second because you can go buy a Switch and go buy Mario Kart for, I think, $60 and you can play it until you're blue in the face and never have to spend another fucking cent, okay? All the things that come out of the pipe are RNG, okay? It takes up until, I think, every five levels and you get some pink rubies or whatever they're called that you can actually spend randomly to buy stuff. There is so many microtransactions in this game and monetization in this game. It's absolutely ridiculous, right? It's it's terrible. It's what it is. It's fucking terrible. Okay. So right here it says um, several tiers. So Mario Kart Tour Ruby bundles come in several tiers ranging from three two dollars to 135 for seventy dollars. It also offers a rotating package that guarantees you a character Currently Mario for $20. Mario Kart, okay? It's called Mario Kart, but you can't get Mario from the start, okay? Uh, I think you end up with either Bowser or Toad, Toadette. That's the ones I got, and my son on his iPad also got Bowser and Toadette. And don't worry, he can't buy any microtransactions. I made sure of that because I'm a responsible adult. Um, so he's he's got the exact same characters as us, okay? But the $5 a month for 200cc... Absolutely fucking it's a free-to-play game. Now you want to subscribe to it for 70 bucks a month, but you also buy rubies for $70 every time you pay. Once listen, once crazy Uncle Nintendo jumps on the bandwagon because they're scared everyone's making more money than them. This is their attempt. This is Nintendo's their Nintendo's been staying out how, of it for a while. On how to buy stuff. I'm concerned already. I'm yeah. concerned already. Uh, Tally, real quick, the Switch Lights already has its uh, incidents where they're, it's having a drift problem. Yeah, the, the joysticks, the joysticks, or the joysticks. Yep, they're they're drifting already on the new on the new uh, Switch I mean, Light. But let's let's be honest though, okay? This kind of thing just means a quality control issue. Like, how many hours does everybody play their controller? Like, I know that my controllers start to drift probably around month ten, and that's because I, really I play issue. every day. I play every day. I've had so I've had a couple do that it. That means but... ten months of use 
okay? And your controller starts to drift. I understand that. And I have to buy another controller. I get it. But they want to they want to find something to lock on to to what was the last negative thing you heard about Nintendo? You see what you understand what I'm saying? Like the media yeah. is, is gotta yeah. look for something because the waters are chummed up and we gotta throw some sharks in there. We can't just talk about the game is good, we're moving on. We gotta talk about Joy Cons or drifting. Like I get it. So tell me one another one. That's it. Or tell them they gotta make it, tell them you gotta bail another one. Like it's still under warranty, right? You got one year, right? I'm pretty sure you got one year. No, I think you manufacturer have. Warranty. Do, you, do you have a one year manufacturer warranty? Yeah, most most electronic items have a one year manufacturer warranty, most. Mm. And so if that's the problem, then you just say, listen, it hasn't even been in a year yet. Yeah, I thought, I got, that's why I, I thought it was slow. One. I thought it was like 90 days. Yeah. Um, no, 90 days re refund policy. Not not for items. Breaking. Oh no, it's like a fourteen day re retail uh, refund policy. Like if you're gonna return it, yeah, it's a refund. is is like fourteen days. Yeah, refund. Yeah, no, about, no, but he's saying it's warranty is ninety days. I I agree with that. I think it's like ninety days. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you, slow. I'm with you. Sarge's got a couple of uh, sh you know, a couple of yeah, drinks and, in him already. And slow is medicated, so you can't believe anything he says. We already discussed that at the beginning. <laughs> All right, so the next the next uh, topic I want to talk about is Call of Duty Modern Warfare has got 100 players, and it should be available at launch. Now, that's just the regular news, right? Now I want to switch it real fast to fans upset over Call of Duty Modern Warfare year-long PS4 exclusive. Now, there's a 100-player mode in Call of Duty, okay? Kind of. Kind of. No, no, there is. There's a 100-player mode. Kind of. No, no, you're looking at the ones that they, they had the beta, which is only 32 versus 32, Right. No, no, I know that. I know that. But I know what Mag did and what happened to Mag, and I know what the engine can handle in Call of Duty. Right. And I've seen crashes for less. So kinda. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, here's the thing, right? So Call of Duty, uh, people are absolutely like livid about what's happening right now uh, with the Call of Duty series. Now, people played it. I did not play the beta. I had people talk to me that played the beta, and I watched other people that played the beta. And heard what they had to say. They absolutely loved it. Right? They said it, it was the best Call of Duty experience they've ever had since Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. 2. Okay. And I said, well, is it better than Modern Warfare 2? Or is it better than the ones after Modern Warfare 2? And they said, every single person was like, no, no. It's, it's much better than all the games in the past except Modern Warfare 2. Okay. So... The, the problem is, Call of Duty has made this game, and I find this hilarious that Battlefield has made their game more like Call of Duty, and now Call of Duty has made their game more like Battlefield. That's number right. one they've problem. Lost that's, right. That's the number one problem with both these series, with both these IPs. They've lost so they're to, they're their identity. The other guys' people. They're trying to get more of the other guys' people, so they're trying to make their game like the other guys' game. Right. So, look... Here's, here's the thing. I said this before the show to Sarge. I said, I'm going to call Call to Arms right now, okay? What Call of Duty came out and said, they're like, we're not putting loot boxes in. It's too early. We don't know what's happening. Literally two hours after the guy said this on Twitter, okay, it came out, leaked, that loot boxes are going to be in the game. And not only are loot boxes going to be in the game, but actual guns and armor pieces are going to be in the actual game. 
all right into loot boxes okay no i, I watched i watched the video when a guy reached level six in the bottom left hand corner of the screen it said loot box drops activated right right okay if you think that activision is not going to have loot boxes in it I, I think you guys forgot that they charged a fucking dollar for a reticle. Right? I think you guys forgot that they charged a dollar for a reticle. For a and red it, and, fucking and dot way, on the and, screen. And by the way, if you don't think that was them fucking with you, testing to see who Absolute, would buy it. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So they charged for a dollar. You better believe that they're going to charge microtransactions up the wazoo. Here's the big part, though. Fans are upset over Call of Duty Modern Warfare for the year-long PS4 exclusive for this one mode. And some douchebag, Dev, came out and said, well, it's not the whole game. It's just 99... It said 1%. Because I failed math. Right, I failed right. math. And I don't know what 1% is. So, so you're telling me there's 99 game modes? There's 99 game modes in this that you're taking this one game mode away from everybody else? Okay? Right? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Okay? So if you're telling me that there's 99 game modes or 100 game modes and you're just taking one game mode and moving it to PS4, and it's a horde mode, by the way. It's a horde mode, okay? It's a horde mode, all right? Right, it's a horde mode, right? So if, if, if that's happening, which is not because someone played it and said it's about one-sixth of the game, one-sixth. Now, tell me how this is fair in any way, shape, or form. I'm on PlayStation 4. I buy it for $60 or $80 or $100, whatever, whatever. Or $250 what, because of the military yeah, helmet. Yeah, and the, the dog helmet. tags that say right. big fucking dickhead on the dog tag. <laughs> right. It's a special edition. It's a special edition. I'm, you I'm have to get dick, it. Right? As right. It's on dog tag. Yeah. You have to get it. So if, if that's PlayStation, fine. PlayStation all day, go buy it. Right? If you like Call of Duty, go buy it. Okay? But if you're on Xbox and you're on PlayStation, okay, do not. In any way, shape, or form, buy this game. If you want to make a stand right now and show Activision and the gaming industry how gamers, because this comes out October 25th, people. October right. 25th. If you are not on PlayStation and you don't give a shit about Call of Duty, nobody, I want to see no sales. Zero sales it. for Xbox. Right, Zero it, sales it, for PlayStation. If you don't own a play, if you don't own a PlayStation and you buy this game or pre-order this game and right. you don't get the mode for a year later, you, you are the problem. I'm sorry to say this, and I hope as many people possibly can re-twat this to their friends. You, as a person, are a tool. You are a tool. <laughs> okay, that is the nicest way I can say it. Okay, you are a tool. If 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 you buy this game. If you buy this game, you now plant your flag on the side of the devs saying, you know what? I'm okay whatever you're going to sell me because I'm an idiot and I'm going to buy it, right? I'm going to pay $60 for less of a game than PlayStation gets for a year. Now, this is Tell a game. Why, Tell them why. Tell this why. is a Tell game that comes out every year. It comes out. What? Tell them why you're going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. What are you talking Tell about? Tell them why they're going to buy it, though. They're going to. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, you know why they're going to buy it. They're, they're going to buy it for the microtransactions? It's fun. Oh, because right, it's that's fun. The, that's the defense. The defense is because it's fun. Look, if you buy this game and you're not on PlayStation 4, okay, 
you're you're planting your flag on the side of the ground that says I don't give a shit about any company that they can take my money. Take my money for less of a game. Okay, and I finally get it. Yay! I get it next year, October 2020. Well, guess what? You also get another Call of Duty game. That's not going to be you're going to go on to the next fucking game, right? It's it's absolutely mind-boggling that the company's doing this and they're they're like, "Well, they they took money up front. They took money up front." And just to let you know, I brought up some numbers for Call of Duty, okay? Call of Duty, okay, in the last 12 years, okay? 12 years has averaged over 13 million copies sold even for their shittiest ones. The shittiest one. The yeah. shittiest one in the last 12 years, okay, is 2016 and they sold 13 million copies, almost 14 million copies of Infinite Warfare. Black Ops 3 that came out last year, okay, is 14.3 million copies and that's the worst one, second worst one ever. The best-selling one, Modern Warfare 3, 2011, 30 million copies. Okay, 30 million copies. We did the math earlier before the show started. 260 million copies sold in the last 12 years of Call of Duty. Okay, what was it, Sarge? Was it $6.1 billion or something? I'm sorry, what was the number again? I think it was six. 260? 264 million copies sold. In the last 12 years. Uh, hang on. 264 million. Times 60. Average. Yeah, that's, that's like $15 billion. Okay. Almost almost $16 billion. 15.6 billion, right? Yeah, with a B. Now, I know I know Activision has to keep their lights on. Right, the lights got to stay on. They got to stay on. Tough world. They have to stay on. 15, remember now, this game has come Fucking out every amenities, every single year. Every single year for 12 years, it's come out, and it's averaged over 13 million units. The lowest is 13. The highest is 30 million. So the actual average is around uh, 20 million. No, no, no. Year, year, year for year over year for this for the since since the beginning that you guys counted is 1.6 billion a year. Right, one point six billion dollars a year. Call of Duty has made on average one point six on. billion a year. Right. They need their microtransactions. They need right. their microtransactions. They need their exclusivity for the PlayStation. They need to screw over the player base because they need the money to keep their lights on. That's the running. That's the running theme for this show. Got to keep your lights on. Okay. Now I, I I will be devil's advocate just for a moment, so people overseas don't think there's two white people getting ready to start shooting people. Okay, I I, I will give I will give them benefit of the doubt. This podcast brought to you by Joker. No, I'm <laughs> right. So the sole purpose, the sole purpose, and I know sometimes it's hard to believe, but the sole purpose of a company, its existence, its meaningful in life, is to make money. Its meaning is to make money. Yeah. That's what it does. How much money, though? So the only people that can control how much money a company makes is its customer base. Now, if the, if the developers making the game are paid over time, because that's how it works, they're yeah. paid. If they have full-time employees, a job, they have a right? contract they've now, signed. Understandable. Three years, four I'm, years. I'm talking about, from the business standpoint, hang on. You'll get a chance to yell at me. Hold on. That companies are laying out money ahead of time, paying their employees for the three to five years yeah. that it takes to make the game, 
and they're hoping with risk, everyone understands this, business is risk, with risk that the game comes out and they will sell well so they can recoup the losses and have a profit, okay? Now, if the game does well, and when I mean well, I don't mean like we covered our asses and I could put some money in my pocket and buy a plane, okay? What I'm talking about is we paid our employees, we put money away to make a new game, and I bought an island or a country, <laughs> right. okay? Like, you have to understand that nobody in the development line is getting, like, a permanent raise or a permanent extension to their their income. It's just they did the job that they had to do. The extra money that these companies make goes north. It goes up. Yeah. And it goes right. into the pocket. I'm a dev. I already made my 90000 for the year because right. I'm just an employee. I get it. That's their job, to make as much money as possible because they owe it to the shareholders. Now, the part that I push back on is this. Anybody who's taken business classes or majored in business or owns a business, okay, we understand that the whole point is to grow. The point is to grow the business to a point where either you sell out, collect the money, put it in the bank, and you're done, or maybe start a new business, okay? Or you're the type of person that likes to own a business and that I'm providing a service for a community or a market, right. and this is what I've chosen to do with my life, okay? Those are the two options. There isn't another option, right? You grow until you sell, or this is what you've decided to do with your life. Okay, what they are doing currently with current market trends is they are trying to squeeze as much out of, of us. the opportunistic money yep. that they believe is on the table that gamers have that they haven't gotten a hold of yet. Look, if you're that's what they're doing. If you're a game company that comes out with a game every five years, I can maybe, maybe justify having microtransactions in your game because like with what todd howard said well like todd howard said yeah hold on a second well like todd howard said he said there's people that are still playing skyrim seven years later right there's still people playing he's mad about well no he wasn't mad about it yes he is listen listen to the interview the words he used was well yeah he said and we can't we can't yeah yeah he said we can't do anything yeah can't do anything. What he really meant was we can't monetize right. any of that stuff that these people are doing right, right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. For right. So you, you bought a game. It takes you five to seven years to make a game. And if you put microtransactions in something like that, I can maybe see, okay, great. Okay, great. But if you're a game company like Activision, like EA, like Bungie, where you come out with a game every single year and charge full price 60 bucks now now how you get to that 60 dollars is up to you right it's just one one launch of a game 60 bucks dlc is 40 then season pass is another another 30 so you get like 70 and it's like whatever you want but every year every year fiscal year Bungie charges $60, Activision charges $60, EA charges $60, every Madden, every FIFA, every Call of Duty, every Battlefield, every Battlefront, every year, every Assassin's Creed. It's an annual. Right? It's an annual. Every single year, 
they come out and they say, hey, here's a brand new title, $60. And then they go on to sell that game for 15 million copies, for 20 million copies, for 30 million copies at 60 bucks a pop. Now, I have this little fun little thing here that I brought up, right? This was written eight years ago by our, our buddy Paul Tassie, right? Who does the other podcast with me on Monday nights. How a video game revenue is split on a typical $60 video game. All right, this is the same theme that we're having now, all, all is, day. Now this is now this is outdated. This now. is 2008. This is 2008 when he wrote this article. Okay, 2008. Okay. Well, let's let's get an idea. Sixty dollar game. Who gets what? Okay. Twenty percent goes to the console maker. That's twelve dollars. Twelve dollars goes to the console maker. So that's still going to the console maker unless the console maker is the first party title. Right. Correct. 15% goes to marketing, which is $9. And $9 if it's in-house, right? Bungie does their own. Bungie makes their own stuff. Bungie makes their own. So, and and then with, with Twitter and stuff nowadays, right? You don't need, you could literally just launch your thing on your website or on Twitter. Just show a video. You don't need to pay $9 to anybody per, per thing, right? So that that stays in, in their pocket. 20% goes to the retailer. Well, 70% of all game sales now are digital, direct so, to the consumer from the actual manufacturer, hence all these launchers that are yeah. happening everywhere, okay? Yeah. Or their Game Pass or EA Access or any other thing, right? And that's $12. So that also stays in the pocket of them now, okay? And 15% goes to developer. Well, most developers are also the publishers. And the publisher gets 30% goes to the publisher, which is $18. But not, but not in Bungie's, not in Bungie's. Bungie, Bungie is their own publisher. Bungie is their own retailer, Right. Well, they're selling on Steam, so that that twelve dollars goes to Steam, but they get thirty percent back. Right. That's they correct. get thirty percent back. Okay. They keep the twelve dollars for retailers because they're, they're only losing. They're thirty percent. They're losing thirty percent. They're losing thirty percent for for physical games. Okay. Fifteen percent of theirs, they keep the nine dollars for the developer because they're the developer. Right. They're That's also correct. the publisher. They keep that eighteen dollars, and they also keep the nine dollars for marketing. Right. So they literally keep $48 of the $60 in-house now. That's correct. Okay. At 60 bucks a pop. Correct. Every year. Okay. So they make $48 a year off each of the sales. And what's the average sale was Destiny was? Destiny 2 sold for f roughly about 15 million copies. Roughly. And they didn't tell their sales. The reason I figured this out was it was number three on the list of top-selling right. games of all time. Right, so, so you just figure out the numbers of between. 2017, kind of, right. Kind of, sort of. So it's yeah. roughly about 15 million, maybe 14.7 million copies across all platforms, PC and consoles. Right? That's correct. So that's roughly $730 million. $750 million. No, 30. Oh, I don't want to be $730 million, right? And that's not including the DLCs they sell later. Right. That's correct. Season That's passes. not including the season, season pass. Passes. That's not including the annual uh, annual season pass. That's not including any microtransactions they sell inside the so thing. Can we, can we just call it nine hundred? Yeah, let's just say it's nine hundred. Let's let's not get crazy. Eight hundred. Eight hundred million. All right, we'll say eight hundred million dollars for year. five years. A year. Can I can I help you, son? I got twenty. Okay. Thank you. I don't know what's happening right now. Okay. So, so my producer just came in and, and handed me a luggage scale. Don't know why, but it must have been important. Maybe That's it's because, all the no, all, all the shit I'm carrying about right, the, the, you're the video game. Supposed to weigh it out, bro. You're supposed right, to weigh I'm this out. I'm supposed to weigh this out. You're too negative. You're supposed to weigh this out. You're being too negative. You're right. Weigh it out. Okay. So 
Bungie and Activision and Battlefield and Madden and all these other ones take home $48 of their $60 straight up cash money. Okay, but they got to keep their lights on every year. These are games that are every year annually for the last five years is Bungie for the last 12 years is Battlefield for the last 12 years. It's it's uh, 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 Call of Duty for the last 20 years, years is Madden, right? So it's, it's it's absolutely astronomical how much money these these companies make. And for someone opposite of us right now talking and saying well i'm okay with paying microtransactions i'm standing on the ground for microtransactions i'm okay spending my money and what i have to say to you is you need to do your educated and be more educated because they do not need your microtransactions to stay alive they do not need microtransactions macrotransactions loot boxes all this shit because a game used to be a game and it used to take five years god of war how's god of war keeping their lights on right they only sold 9 million or 11 think, million copies. I think most of the development company is actually living on the streets right now. Right. I think they're all homeless people in they're San homeless. Francisco wandering around aimlessly because they don't know where their next check's coming from because God of War took five years to create or seven years to create. Okay. Spider-Man took five years to create. Grand Theft Auto took seven years to create. Red Dead took eight years to create. Okay. Gr Grand Theft Auto's it's it's made a trillion dollars. It sold 110 million copies 110 million copies at full price 60 bucks and that's not including their digital sales of microtransactions on the on the on the online that's yeah. just sales yeah, rockstar okay. right now while they're developing games has a strip club in the middle of their studio they have girls walking up and down <laughs> and they do they do they do strip tease while like, they're developing that's how much money like they make for someone to say well bungie needs our money because they just like the the one thing that it got me from Luke Smith saying that the microtransactions that were spent on this stuff made the whisper thing bullshit. That's one hundred percent bullshit. I would bullshit. love to see that on a spreadsheet. Okay, you're telling me that the money that you made from Forsaken that you sold ten million copies, okay, which is six hundred million dollars, none of that money went towards a small one dungeon little thing. For the whisper, you're telling me you blew through six hundred million dollars and you needed to sell microtransactions, okay, to make the whisper dungeon, okay? Get the f out of here, okay? There is no way, there is no way that microtransactions paid for that. Your regular sales should have paid for that. How much are you paying your employees if you have no money left from six hundred million dollars? Everybody, I think everybody right now is driving a gold Rolls Royce, and they sit on a bidet. That's not what he said. They, slow. They just they just shit into their they just shit into the seat in their car, and it just shoots out the back. They don't have to flush at all. Gold Rolls Royces. <laughs> look, bidets. I'm not saying a lot of these people. Look, devs don't make a lot of money, right? Potentially, right? They they make fifty to ninety thousand, all depending on what your position is. And listen, I'm I'm not I'm not arguing about that. Makes, listen, they make they make. A I make my wage. money. People make their they make money. A living wage. Yeah, I'm sure they get bonuses yeah. if they did yeah. well. I get it. I'm not complaining it. about that. With the majority, listen. The, the, the my argument they, is against people that think that game companies don't make money and they need to keep their lights on. Okay, that's my argument. There's there's no way. There's no way that companies are surviving the way that they're talking with the micro without the microtransactions 
Like they, that's how they, that's how they want us to feel. They want us to feel like there's no way that the cost of doing business. Listen, if if even if I take, listen, even if I take the number of employees at Bungie, okay, so like and I six hundred and I and seven hundred, right, and I figure out the average salary, just the average salary. I'll say it's like thirty-seven five. Give them fifty. I'll, Give them fifty. I'll say even. I'll say fifty. If I multiply fifty, that's three hundred million dollars. That's three hundred million dollars. Right. There's only six hundred employees. There's six hundred employees there. Right. So six hundred six hundred at fifty thousand. That's that's three hundred million. Three hundred million. Right, three hundred million times five years. Yep. Right. I get it. So now the price of the game every year. Yeah. What it takes to me. You cannot try to explain to me as somebody who understands numbers that you're almost you're almost getting ready to die. Have you seen their studio when they yeah. show you? Yeah. When you sh when they show you where they work, have you seen those yeah. fucking videos? Do you guys actually pay attention? to what is going on in the background, right? They're fine. Everybody <laughs> is fine. Yeah, everyone's you making their salary. Who, you know who had trouble? You know who had trouble, but still came back from the dead to make everyone, to give everyone the finger? The guys who made Cuphead, okay? Three guys, that's, three that's guys, guys, two million copies. Who are living on the edge, okay? They remortgaged their house. That's how much they believed in their game. They remortgaged their house. Their wives were getting ready to divorce them. Because, and I'm making that up, but that has to be true. That is because true. no man it's in the right true. mind is going to remortgage <laughs> their house while they're married and think that their wife is not getting ready to leave them. Okay? So they remortgaged their house in order to make that game, and the game succeeded, and they fucking won. That's a win well, in life. It's, okay? It's two to games. Ass on the line yeah. to put your your literal ass on the line for a game, and it and it works out for you, and that's why I bought it. That's why I bought the game because those motherfuckers put their ass on the line for the game. That's commitment. That's passion. That for what you believe in. That that to me, okay. That that's to keep their lights on. They sold two million copies. Let me tell you, they can buy a lot of light bulbs now. Right? They can buy a lot of light bulbs. I'm pretty sure they bought off their houses. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> right. Oh, right. and by the way, their game was only $35, was it? Or 40 It wasn't a $60 game. No, it, it was, was like, like I, I, I think it was like 35 or 35 40 bucks, some of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that, that's not bad. That's only $80 million, Serge. Right, it's only $80 million. <laughs> Right, right. It's only 80 million. 2 million copies at 40 bucks a piece, right? $40 million times two, $40 times $2 million. It's, it's $80 million. Am I correct? Now, now, if you tell me that they're not going to make a sequel, if you tell me that they're done, they're well, fine. Well, they're, they're making because a they, DLC because, for it. Because they went through that ringer, and they didn't know whether they're going to come out on top or not, and they knew the stresses, well, the risks. Well, that takes a long process because like, that's hand-drawn. That's hand-drawn. I understand, but it's the same thing. It's fucking art. They went through the ringer. They went through the process. They <laughs> almost lost it. They almost right. lost it. But they came back from the dead, and they succeeded. Now, are you going to do it again? Now, if it was me, if I had put my ass on the line, my house on the line, my marriage on the line, and then I succeeded, I'm not sure if I go for round two. I don't think I would. I would count my chickens. You would do it. I would let them all hatch, and I would retire from this fucking thing that I just well, tried. No, I but think I tried it. No, but I, I tried it. I think I would, what I would do was instead of like going super different, like I, I wouldn't work my ass off as hard as I did before. Because it took them like five years or seven years to draw that to get it out, 
But what I would do is hire like three more guys or five more guys. And then you would have to at least get 30% more because now you're going to spend 30% more, right, of, of creating That's it. Business. Right. That's business. That's business. You have right? to grow. Right. You have to grow. But here's the thing. Going back to because we're still on Call of Duty here, right? We've been on this for 24 minutes. Call of Duty, this is this is the call to arms. If you're on Xbox or you're on PC, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Show Activision, show the gaming industry what Battlefront 2 did for loot boxes, this exclusivity deal could do you know what I'm saying? Could do the exact same. Bring it to the light of day that Nobody is going to put up with this shit for exclusivity, especially when I have to pay 60 bucks for PC or Xbox and get less of a game than you're getting for one entire year. Okay, this is where everyone stands up and says, no, Activision, smack the dog on the nose and say, do not do that. Do not do that. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I believe it's not the smack on the nose. I believe this is grabbing Activision by the head and rubbing his face in this shit, telling him, <laughs> no, bad dog. Hey, don't shit there. Bad dog. Don't shit like, there. That's this moment. If you listen, if you don't, I said it, I'm going to say it again. If you don't own a PlayStation and you buy this game, you are a fucking tool. Period. Right. Period. By I don't all care day, how all fun day. the game is. All day. I don't care if it looks like Battlefield. I don't care that tanks are dropping from the sky. It looks so amazing. Like, I don't... Listen, I want a fun game too, people. I want a game that makes my head explode. And for some reason, Destiny can still advertise to me like I'm 16. Right. I don't know why that is. Yeah. I, that last that last advertisement for Shadowkeep it got gave you, me all it got tinglies you, it got you, inside. It got you buzzed? I got tinglies. You're all, you're, all, you're all buzzed up about it now? They got me all tingly. Yeah, hey, that's because Bungie. That's because Bungie knows what the fuck they're doing for the advertisement. That's how they do it, right? <clears throat> All right. Next story. Disney CEO admits Star Wars creator George Lucas uh, felt betrayed. Okay, so Disney CEO Bob Iger is revealing some very interesting, uh, very interesting information about the company's dealing in his new book. He's trying to sell his book now. The Ride of a Lifetime, Lessons Learned from 15 Years of a CEO of Walt Disney Company, among others, more interesting tidbits, is the deal the company made with Star Wars creator George Lucas to buy does, the franchise. Does he know he should be dead before he tries to sell a book like this? No, he doesn't give a shit. He's an old guy that doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I, I think Iger might be getting ready to, to move out and somebody else is coming in. It was, it was a deal that, according to Iger, left the film director feeling betrayed. This much is revealed in the preview of the book shared by Hollywood Reporter. As Iger explained his book... Disney's deal Lucas included online uh, outlines for the trilogy of the movies. However, CEO noted he made it clear in the purchase agreement that he would not contractually obligated to adhere to the plot lines that he laid out. Still, when Lucas found out that Disney was going a different direction, he was pleased. George immediately got upset as uh, as he began to describe the plot and dawned on him that we were not using any of his stories that he submitted during the uh, negotiation. I can recall George knew we're contractually bounded to, to anything, but he thought that our buying our story treatments was a tactic, pro, a tactic promise that he would follow, uh, they would follow through. Uh, and he was very disappointed and the history was being discarded. I've been, uh, he said, I, I so carefully since our first conversation, not to mislead him in any way. And I didn't think I had now, but I could have handled it better. He said, George felt betrayed. Iger continued noting that the entire process of making the deal with the director hadn't been easy. 
Once it was made, however, things didn't necessarily improve. Upon seeing the cut of Star Wars The Force Awakens, he didn't hold back his criticism. For Lucas, it sounds as his first film in the new trilogy was too much of a rehash of what came before. There's nothing new, he said. Iger remembered the director saying, In each of the films in the original trilogy, it was important for him to present new worlds, new stories, new characters, and new technologies. In this one, he said, there weren't enough visual or technical leaps forward. As Iger explained to Lucas... Had a point, however, he also wasn't appreciating the pressure they were under in giving <laughs> the Reddit fans the film that felt like a Star Wars that he continued. Now, wait a minute. Iger wanted Lucas to feel he didn't know how much pressure he was under. Right, because Lucas didn't know how much pressure you were under. Right, he just made one of the greatest movies of all time in 1977 and made five more of them after the fact. But he would not know the stress that you were under, Iger. He would not know about the stress you're under to make just that. Just so we're clear, just so we're clear, the position that Lucas was under in 1977 is the same pressure is the guys Cuphead. that the guys from Cuphead. Absolutely. The exact same. Asses on the line, hoping that it's going to work. Let's see if the people like it, praying that the people are going to like it. That's what it means to Here, be an artist. That's he, what it means to put your soul on the line to see whether or not the public will understand your vision. Can you imagine what it was like to be George Lucas for the first 24 hours after Star Wars did as well as it did? Can you imagine the feeling that you have inside that a bunch of strangers Went to go see this crazy fucking movie about a walking carpet, some crazy people, some robots, and some spaceship pew, pew, pew. And you, they all said, we love this shit. Can you imagine what it was like to feel that? Right. That's what it means right. to be an artist. That's why certain game companies deserve your money and other companies deserve the giant finger in the middle of your hand. So— Iger, I think he should have waited to write this book just a couple more years because what Iger is going to be remembered for is not all the good that he did for Disney World, not all the money he's made for Disney World. He's going to be known for the guy who literally ruined Star Wars single-handedly. He made a shitty, and I, I like the, the, the area that they built, the Galaxy's Edge, but as a fan of Star Wars, it's not my Star Wars, right? And maybe it's not supposed to be my Star Wars, but that's a slap in the face of the people that have given you a shit ton of money over the years, right? But then again, we didn't give it to Iger. We gave it to Lucas, and Lucas appreciated us. He did not, right? Iger does not. But that's what he'll be known for. This book, he should write, my my top mistake that I ever made in my 20-year career at Disney World was buying Star Wars and fucking it over for everyone that loved it, right? That's what the title should have be, right? So... Lucas wasn't mad. Lucas wasn't a fan, man. And here's the best part. They invited him to the opening day of or The Force Awakens. And his wife's like, oh, you should go because it's, it's, it's the right thing to do, whatever. And they have him by the balls there, right? Because if you ask him, he's not going to say because he's contractual, contractual he, obligation. Right, he's obligated to say, yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. I'm really happy. It's in, the, in, in good hands. He actually did call in 2000, I think, uh, 16 or 15 in an, art, in, a, in an interview. He did call Disney white slave owners. Uh, that came straight out of Lucas's mouth. Well, but look, before before anyone in the in the chat or who listens to us takes that out of context, 
please look at the article where he spoke about it. It wasn't exactly put that way. The, the, the way he had put it was selling Star Wars to Disney was like right, right, right. selling <laughs> right was like <laughs> selling yourself to white slavers. Right. Now, now slave owners. I know slave it owners. sounds bad. It's not as bad as it sounds, but it is. But it doesn't sound as bad as it sounds. What? But now, once again, guys, let's rewind the clock just a little bit. Let's all be human for a moment. It's your idea. You made it up. It's out of your head. It went to a film. It became concrete. It became a religion. It became a marketing thing. It became a merchandising Here. thing. People gathered around yeah. it. Here's and now, somebody who you sold it to takes your child. And that's what it is. Takes your child. And basically <clears throat> abuses it to the point where now... It can't go to college. It can't go to private school. Right. It can't go to a tech school. It basically is going to live at home now until you die, and it's going to live in a house full of dogs and cats until they die. That's how badly Disney screwed up Star Wars. So, so this is this is the actual quote from Charlie Rose, the journalist Charlie Rose, when he was interviewed, in which he said he had sold his kids to the white slavers that take these things is what the actual quote is. And then he said, I apologize. I misspoke and used the very inappropriate analogy. And for that, I apologize, he said in the no, statement. No, don't apologize. That's how you felt. Right. You answered how you felt. It wasn't trying to be it wasn't trying to be like monstrous or or try to come across. You had a feeling, you were trying to describe your feeling of what they did to your child. Right? I don't understand why people have to apologize for being a human being, right? Let me ask you guys a question. If somebody had taken your idea, your actual thoughts that have come to fruition, have, are actually concrete in the universe, they have purchased it from you because you thought, hey, you know what? I can't do this forever, but I think that this guy can carry on the tradition of what I believe. And so you sell out. No, I don't mean that in a bad way, George, in case you watch this. You sell out <laughs> to pass the torch. I love you, George. I, I, you sell out and pass the torch on. And then those people think the reason why they bought it is because they are trying to sell shit. That's their thought process. We are trying to sell shit. Right. Right. And that's how it's portrayed. Like anybody who's anyone who believes in something as profound as the stories in star wars understands that the devil rat is trying to milk you of money for something that you no longer believe in because they shit on your religion okay right. i'm not sure if anybody else is religious or not you could be agnostic i don't care but if someone tells you that what you believe in and what you are is bullshit. This is what you should believe in. That's right. basically what Iger did. Yeah. He told you to go fuck yourself. Whatever you believe in is wrong. And what we have is better. That is the brass tax baseline what it is. We don't have to discuss incidentals or little things on the corners. That's what it is. And you want to know why they don't make any money right now? It's because the people who you wanted to have on your side— you mm, shit on right. what you want their kids 
to jump on the bandwagon right. like the rest of the Disney products. And so people who have kids who love Disney are now torn. They are physically, emotionally torn that I love Disney, but you shit on my religion. So how am I supposed to react? Right, right. <clears throat> they they got to reach a different audience. They don't have to reach a different audience? audience. No, no, this, listen. What audience? Star Wars, Star Trek... Um, what what other what other IP would be like? I grew up as a Transformer Batman. fan, Batman, yeah, DC, Marvel, that type of stuff. Which Disney owns half of everything I just said. Marvel, right? So Marvel, DC, Star Trek, Star Wars. If I'm a fan of this type of stuff, and now I have a family, right? It's like a sporting team thing, right? So, like my wife never watched sports, right? And then she married me and got in a relationship with me. But before she married me, she got in a relationship with me and we watched sports and she took an interest into what I liked and then started rooting for my team. Right. Because she didn't have a team. OK, so she she took on my team. She took on my type of stuff. Right. Same thing goes with movies like my son looks at me and says, oh, my dad likes Star Wars. Right. So. I'm going to take Star Wars because he has an interest in it. So I'm going to like Star Wars. My son likes Star Wars. He's never seen the movies. He's seen the Rebels TV show. He knows who R2 is and C-3PO is. He knows who Stormtroopers and Darth Vader are because they read them books and stuff like that. It's my job, okay, as an adult, as an parent, to take my kids to make them like things that I like. Because if they're going to make a Star Wars land, can you imagine if they did it to us? Because we would be the hugest fans of all, and then our kids would be your fans, and then our, and then right. and then right, they would see they would see how mom and dad love right. this, and right. they would want to know why you love right. this, and then you could and then expand. You would tell them yes. stories, and you would tell them everything you know about it, and the kids would be like, "Well, mom and dad like it, so let me see what this is," and then they right. would get into it. Right. So, are you basically telling me that Disney forgot about the no. entire Disney, fucking right. teaching Disney of fucking family? Disney said, "You know what? Fuck it. We don't want the." white fat geeky people that have been spending money for the last 40 years we want the housewives that have never spent a cent to like it and the and the kids that don't know what it is yet and and that's the way they're they're marketing it right now and that's that's the shame because you've just literally like the last jedi said forget everything you know because it doesn't matter is the actual quote from the movie right so right kylo ren right how many times does Kylo Ren say in the movie, forget the past, yep. let it die? Yeah, he it says doesn't it matter. over and over again. It doesn't yep. matter. He says it over and over again in the movie. Like, if you don't think that that was put in there on purpose for, for us. you to be like, yeah, for us to be like, oh, you want us to believe in some other kind of Star Wars? It's okay. Right. Like, listen, I could, it, it's, here's, here's, here's my position, right? And it's not because I hate Disney completely. It's the I don't hate Disney at all. It, it's it's the fact it's the fact that you have to understand certain movies, and I, I know it sounds strange, but certain movies are more meaningful than others in a societal sense, not just an individual sense, not just because of nerds and not just because of women and not just because of men or whatever demographic you want to pick. Star Wars meant something to a lot of different people. Because the story resonated with human beings. 
the story resonated with was them. about humans like and was so, about those characters so it didn't matter where you were from or who you were or color of skin or sexual denomination or whatever you want to talk about the story resonated and so we latched on to that because it was meaningful not because it was our opinion because it was meaningful for the time that it came out you attach yourself to a story. I'm not sure maybe if anyone has been alive long enough to understand what that actually means, but sometimes there are just things in society where th those people who make those movies or make that painting or make that art or make that whatever it is resonates with the overall populace of the country or the world for that matter. And so at that point, it becomes a religion. It's not a, just a movie. It's not just a show. It's not just a, a book that I like and I joined a book club and anybody who's involved in the book club knows about. It's something that everyone knows because it in, inadvertently attached to that many people. We resonate with that story. And because Disney decided that that meant nothing to them. Right. What just it meant it. to them was an IP that we can market and sell. And so what you basically told, I don't want to say a lot, but maybe two or 300 million people at the time when they saw the fucking original movie, to everyone, go fuck yourself. It's just a movie. You're a bunch of nerds. Now, at that point, we're offended. I'm sorry, but as a human being, if you insult my religion— you're offended. And so you're like, well, I don't understand why you would say such a thing. I gave right. you I've money. Spent, I've spent money. I've spent thousands of dollars. I love your church. I I, I, I praise <laughs> exactly. your church. Exactly. I pray to lightsabers. I dress up as Jedi. I want to be a Jedi. And all these things that we do because we believe in the story, not the character, not the not the pew pew pew, not the cool weapons. We believe in the story of the people right. involved in the movie, and you shit on us. And now, as as a human being who's lived for 50-plus years, these cocksuckers want to know why they're not making any money. Right, right. They're, they're... They don't know. <clears throat> they don't know. So if I was a religious person, which I am not, but if I was a religious person— I would look at these people and say they are tainted by the devil. They know nothing of our cause. They know nothing of our people. They know nothing of our being as a human being. They only care about collecting money for their own personal right. wealth. Right. That's the. It's difference. a good analogy, Sarge. It's a good That's analogy. The difference. They don't understand because they don't listen. If Bob Iger was a was a. 30-something-year-old man who watched Star Wars and loved it and got to bang in the back of the theater because his girlfriend looked like Princess Leia, we would not <laughs> be having this problem. We would not be having this problem. But because they know nothing of what Star wonder... Wars actually means to individuals, they will suffer for the next few years. I think Disney decided that they wanted to get rid of Lucas's Star Wars as fast as possible. Hence why they bought it and created the last three series within the last six years, right? Okay. 
because Disney looks at it and says, there's so much more that we can make a Star Wars, right? So there's already rumors that Kathleen Kennedy and, 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 uh, and Feige are working together to make a Star Wars film, right? The next Star Wars movie with Kevin Feige uh, producing it, okay? I mean, he's he, everything that man touches right now is gold because of Marvel. So he could maybe turn it around, but they're trying to make as many things as possible. And, and the difference is Lucas waited years and years and years before he created Star Wars, the next Star Wars movies. And Disney is doing it so fast. I think, I, I, I don't want to say fatigue, but... They're doing it so fast, and there's no there's no story. There's no good stories around it. They're just literally just popping them out as fast as possible, and bright lights and future things and cool looking stuff. But they, right, they're just trying to make toy sales, right? Like the D D eight or D O, whatever the fucking new uh, droid is. Have you seen that thing? It's a remote control droid, just like the movie. It does all the fucking things and moves around and stuff. And it's like that's that's crazy that technology, but that's what they're pushing, right? They're pushing the pop, fu the Funko Pops and the and the figurines and this. But the funny part is none of that shit's selling. None of that shit's selling, right? They're okay, but it's real quick, bro. Real quick, who buys? Who buys? Kids cannot. Kids can't right. buy it. The parents have to buy it for their kids. Right. And so if you try to sell it to the kids and the kids say, "I want this," and you see what they're doing to it, you're like, "I ain't gonna fucking buy that." Fuck him. Right. Right, but if you would resonate with the people with the kids, cash would fall from yep. the sky. Yep. So that's Star Wars, and Bob Iger even said that George Lucas is hates the piece of shit that they created. So yep. hey, listen, it's it's. I want to say it's time for the power hour, but I don't think we have enough time. It's time to talk about you know what. Well, real quick, I got to bring up this one first: Anthem Cataclysm. Okay, just let oh. you know they right. just got rid Thank of it. You. They just got rid of it, okay? They just got rid of Anthem Catalyst two days ago. Two days ago, okay? And now they brought the Cataclysm back, okay? They brought the Cataclysm back, and this is, and this is what they said, okay? Bioware have brought back Anthem Cataclysm uh, arenas after the limited time event ended earlier this week. Developers quietly ended Anthem's first limited time event and Cataclysm earlier this week, and much of the charge in those still enjoying the breadth of content and replayability area. The community complained about the Cataclysm being removed. However, it seems they have been quickly picked up by the studio as the weeks resetted, brought back the events of the arena. So they got rid of it, and they brought it back for all of two days because people are like well there's nothing to do in the game now literally there's nothing to do in the game so what are we supposed to do so they literally brought back something they got rid of on the 24th today is the 26th and they brought back the cataclysm that they've been telling well it's leaving it's gonna be leaving it's gonna be leaving in a week it's gonna be leaving in four days leaving in three days leaving in one day it leaves today two days later it's back and it's absolutely Crazy. I don't know what the hell Sarge is doing over there. Look at him. He's like a cat playing with a ball of yarn. Hey, so so I didn't miss anything, right? Nope. I matter. just finished it. Perfect yeah. timing. It doesn't matter. So that was the Cataclysm. Anthem literally brought back the Cataclysm two days after they got rid of it. That's the news story there. Oh, I have a question. I'm sorry. Yeah, go I, ahead. I missed it. Up just, from just you in the front question. row with the bright yellow shirt. Go ahead. Just a quick question. I don't, I don't mean to sound uh, out of place, but why would you take away something that you said was temporary and bring it back after you said it was temporary. That's because they don't know what they're doing. 
They don't know where the game's going or what it has been. So here's the thing. Slow said the other day that one of his friends or brother asked for his money back and said that it was fraud. And they gave him his money back. If this is I, I true, think everybody should do that. If this is true, everybody that owns Anthem right now, literally Absolutely. should your cousin, should call and get your money back and say that exact line. I bought it because of the roadmap. You guys got rid of the roadmap. You're frauds. Fraud. I would like my money back. Everyone should do this. Watch, Listen, and, watch and, and learn. The fact, the fact that he got a refund means that it would stand up in court. Yes. Yes. That's that's why he got his money back. Because if they denied him and then it came back around to it, then they'd be in trouble. So this is, this is very scary because if they brought it back, they literally have no idea what the fuck they're doing over there. Right? They have no idea what they're, they're, they're doing. Um, and it was literally just a, a cash grab. That's what it is. It's a cash grab, uh, which is now going almost free to play. It's $5 a month now. It's on the EA Access, the, the lower tier one now, which is just one step closer for being free to play, which will probably be on Game Pass by the end of the year. Um, or not really, because it's EA. Um, all right, so the next thing and the last thing, basically, is Destiny. We have 30 minutes left. Um Bro, I'm excited to talk about this. I don't now, know why. I don't know. I don't even know why. I don't know. Do you want to talk about? I I didn't read the 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 TWAB yet. So the TWAB is like brand new. Um, I didn't read it because it didn't come out before the show started. Can we, can we just talk about what we know instead of what we don't yeah, know? No, no. What I'm gonna do is I don't know if I should read the TWAB first and then talk about what's coming out no. for Shadowkeep or talk no, about no, Shadowkeep and then. I think I think we're dealing with a more intelligent chat. Yeah, I think yeah but I think, is, I think we can talk about what we feel about what we know right now, and then read the chat and be like, oh, I didn't know that was happening, and then discuss okay how may how maybe your feelings might change. Yes. But I don't think they will, because I think we, you and I both know what Destiny is. I, yes, but see, like, Duplass is saying the TWAB said that they're getting rid of something. And I think we should read that first. Well, uh, all right. All right, listen. Are we letting Duplass read it, or you're going to read no, it? I'm, no, I wouldn't let Duplass read it. I would read it. Does, does Duplass still have trouble? <laughs> Duplass is not on the goddamn show. I am. <laughs> Duplass is on the show. He's here. He keeps saying rip. Okay. So let me start off today. You'll find us ticketing all boxes and pre-flight checklists. Okay, whatever. Combat changes. Okay. Combat changes. As a discussion of previously damaged numbers in Destiny 2 have been bit out of control, we're making some adjustments of the numbers. PvE damage numbers displayed goal. The provide players with useful, eligible feedback and damage dealt with enemy combatants across the many years of power progress. Display damage numbers for damage dealt on non-guardian enemies. Combats are crushed. Uh, occurrences of display damage getting capped at 9999999 should be significantly reduced for eliminated. Uh, exponential curve used to calculate damage numbers are displayed and replaced. That's it. PVE difficulty tuning goals. Uh, goals when with the sweet spot or fighting higher level combatants provides a fun, challenging, and rewarding combat experience for more enjoyable power climb. Also, allowing players to look even more greater in challenges to conf confront much higher level enemies. Combatants that are 10 or 40 levels higher take less time to kill and deal less damage. Higher level combatants continue to increase the difficulty up to 100 power levels above the player. When enemies are 100 power levels higher or above the player, they, they are immune to the damage. Nameplate icons on higher level combatants have been updated to reflect these changes. These changes are affected only higher level combatants at level over level experience remains unchanged. Progression and economy changes. Every season brings in with new tweaks of power climb. 
Shadowkeep is going to be delivering significant changes in how you grow in, in your strength. We also want to make sure that you're aware of the changes various currencies in the Eververse Trading Company before you set out to power up your gear. Rewards, power, and progression. All non-powerful rewards now drop 3 to 0 points below your highest equipped power level, up from 15 to 20 below. Year 2 powerful rewards sources ch have changed to legendary rewards. These sources no longer have chances to drop random exotic instead of legendary gear. Bonus exotics that drop from Nightfalls, the, or the ordeal will drop the character's highest equ equipable power level. Under and over the leveling activities no longer adjust how much, how much power you receive from the rewards. Experiences no longer fuels a player's character level, which has been changed to be a level 50 for all characters. Experiences instead of progression, the season pass, seasonal artifact mod, and power progression, as well as unlock the destination of newer characters. Experience rewards have been rebalanced with the introduction of new seasonal pass and seasonal artifact progressions. The power granted from the seasonal artifact is a dick... Uh, uh, additive uh, with the power of the player's equipable gear but does not increase the power of the gear drops all existing gear has has its, its power increased to a minimum of 750 new characters will begin destiny 2 at the power level 750 as well the power bands for season 8 are as follows the floor is 750 soft cap is 900 all drops up to the point will be upgrades to the most powerful item in your inventory or vault Beyond this point, all powerful and pinnacle rewards will increase a player's power. Powerful cap, 950. All non-powerful all non -powerful pinnacle rewards are capped at 950. Pinnacle rewards are the only way to raise power above this point. Powerful rewards are equ equivalent to the character's highest equipable power beyond this point. Pinnacle cap is 960. This is the highest power at which the gear drops, also known as the hard cap. The seasonal artifact bonus power allows characters to attain the values above this level. Prime engrams. Prime engrams now gain charges more quickly, drop more frequently, and have a higher maximum charge cap. Nine charges up from six during year two. The power gains have been rebalanced for the increased frequency, providing plus three power down from the range of plus four to plus seven. Players who have completed the prime, prime example... Uh, quest prior to Shadowkeep's release will earn charges, but those charges won't drop until the character has reached 900 power. This will help players avoid spending charges earlier in the gains and most beneficial during the soft cap to power, powerful cap range. Bright Dust. Bright Dust is now earned by competing Crucible, Gambit, and Vanguard weekly and re uh, repeatable bounties. Uh, with those are granted all Bright Dust from rich. Uh, ritual weekly bounties rather than spreading it out across the weekly and daily bounties so players could more easily earn bright dust without having to make it uh, sure they complete every single day or daily players will also be able to do repeatable bounties as many times as they like any crucible gambit or vanguard completed bounties need to be turned in before the maintenance begins on 9 30 and as these changes will reset them all their bounties gunsmith clan eververse etc can still be claimed after october 1st Eververse items no longer dismantle into Bright Dust. New Eververse items on the season of the Undying will become available for Bright Dust two weeks into the season. Eververse items no longer require Bright Dust to require them. Fire Team medallions have been removed from the store. Uh, Gleaming Boom and Vanguard pri uh, price has been lowered to 150 Bright Dust. Gleaming Boom for the Crucible price has been lowered to 500 Bright Dust. Uh, Glimmer... Spiders Exchange. The spider welcomes new opportunities for four arms open now. Deals the materials from all planets. However, the spider has noted changes in the market value and has adjusted the exchange rates accordingly. Hmm. 
Imagine that, because now you can hold 999, you know, uh, 9,000 things, and you have more Glimmer. So, of course, he's ex the Glimmer Exchange now costs 10 Legendary Shards for 20 materials and yields 10,000 Glimmer. Tangled Shore Daily Bounties no longer reward Glimmer, providing instead ethereal spindles or spirals in keeping them with co uh, competition. Weekly Wanted Bounties no longer reward gear, but now provide between 3,000 and 15,000 Glimmer in addition to enhancement cores currently offered. Xur is inventory pool and faded engrams now include world drop exotics from year two and patch notes preview here. Uh, let's see. Add rarely banners in Le <clears throat> Leviathan, the Shattered Throne, Black Armory Forges now accessible through the directory launch playlist on the EDZ. Weapon mods are now treated as reusable unlocks instead of consumables. Any mods you have in the inventory will be converted to unlocks. If you only copied of a mod you have is already on a gun, you will need to re require that to unlock it. Disregarding enhancement cores no longer deletes the entire stack. Uh, Borealis and Hardlight now match the previous modifier. Uh, fix the issue with the Hunter's Tempest Strike. All right, hang on. Before you, before you get lost in the middle of the techno babble, my question is this. Are the pinnacle weapons right now, the ones that everybody has, the ones who grinded for, are they not going to be in this game on purpose because they're too OP? Is, uh, that, what's, is, well, that, those, is that what that is? Those pinnacle weapons won't. Well, you have to get them up I mean, to because they just because they just said they're going to make them easier for us to get, and now Duplass is saying I'm not saying he said it verbatim, Duplass, but what I'm saying is the word is now that those weapons are being removed completely, so no Lumina, no Mountaintop, like that kind of thing. Like they're keeping them out completely because they're too OP. Where where does it say that though? I'm looking at this no, and I don't... That, that's what I, that's that's the kind of context I'm getting. It's when you say you're going to remove Pinnacle, okay. that they're going to put them on hiatus. Here, in like, season of the here it is. It's right here. In the Season of the Undying, Pinnacle weapons will become ritual weapons. They will no longer have the special perks and will instead be curated roles. A previous article incorrectly showed two new Pinnacle weapons. The good news is you'll be, you'll be gaining three ritual weapons for each of the ritual activities, Crucible, Vanguard, and Gambit. Here are the Destiny dev teams. Why are we, we made these difficult decisions and some information upcoming perk changes? It's too OP, and we don't want people to run through our bosses in two seconds. The That's decision why. to stop creating extremely powerful pinnacle weapons was made for a variety of reasons. The first was that the, the band in which pinnacle perks can be exist in actual quite small, and that most of them far exceed the efficiency and they should have been at all uh, been at. Another issue is that they cause problems with the player's ecosystem, particularly in the case of crucible pinnacle weapons. Due to the nature of the PvP and PvE, anything that works well in PvP is likely going to be extremely efficient in PvE as well. The fourth players into a crucible if you want the best loadouts. Even the title Pinnacle set a variety of unrealistic expectations rather than being the absolute height of the legendary power. They were supposed to be interesting novelties to case. These problems became more pronounced the more of them we pro uh, produced. Uh, in the end, we decided to move away from Pinnacle Weapons. If you managed to collect them all, we hope you enjoyed them. See, this is huge, in, in my opinion, right? This is huge. Because this is yet just another thing that Bungie takes away from you, right? They've always taken something away from us every single year, right? Every single year. So, someone ran for the Recluse, right? That's the Pinnacle Weapon, right? I didn't go for it. I didn't go for Mountaintop either. No big deal, right? I went for Wendigo, and I went for the um, uh, Nameless Midnight. Is that what the other one is? No, no. No, what's the um, <clears throat> what's the other pinnacle weapon, guys? Which one? Is it a sniper rifle? No, no, the, the fusion rifle. 
Is it pulse rifle? Pulse rifle? Loaded question. Loaded, loaded question. question. The loaded question, which is phenomenal. So you're telling me now that because I played all this and I gained all the stuff, yes, I used it, but now it's gone. What's the point? What's the okay. point? What? I, I will, I'm going to tell you. Here's the I'm going to tell you. Ready? You ready? It's really simple. Okay. Now, once again, this is not to be a dig. Is on Bob Bungie. Iger part of Bungie? Forget listen, everything is, you know. Listen, this is not this is not to be a dig on Bungie. Pay attention. I know everyone's gonna say I'm negative, but this is how it works. Bungie only designs something for what it is they need to sell at that moment. They're not concerned about what it is after that. Right? So what that means is is that we will make weapons, we will make things for you to chase that are awesome and you'll spend the time chasing it because that allows you to be in the game longer and you might buy something in the eververse that's the whole game you're playing the game daily you're playing the game weekly the longer you play the more chances are you're going to buy something in the eververse that's how it works i'm sorry to say it moving on now once that point passes and we're on to something else and the people who play this game like a religion, know what weapons work in strikes, nightfalls, and raids to make sure that you clear house. They know. They know what weapons. They know it. And because of that, they have to get rid of those weapons because if they leave those weapons in, it will break the game only, that they just released. Only because That's what it is. Only because PvP is involved. No. Yes. It's not. It, no, it's it said not. It said right here in the thing. It's part of it. It's part of it. I'm no, telling you. It's 100% the reason. It. No, why, it is not. Because it, why, not. it wouldn't matter if I have listen. a PvE weapon and it killed everything because listen. that's the gun I got and it's overpowered. Listen. That's what it's supposed listen. to be. I, I get it, bro. And the reason why you, you think that is because they're going to have so many people come over because of new light. So many new people. If they're in PvP and they keep getting owned by the same 700 or 1,000 people— There's no people reason for those people to go for those weapons. weapons. Wait, wait. The 700 or, or 10,000 people that have the pinnacle weapons, they're going to own them in PvP, okay? That's not it. The problem is those weapons will allow you to walk through the raid with no problem. And they want Worlds <laughs> First to be interesting on some level. They wanted to be that, interesting. I'm telling you. No, I'm telling. That's tell what it is. That, why else would you get rid of a weapon? That why did they go for? Why did they reset the exotics from from the from vanilla D1 to dark below? Why because did they Why did they reset your light level from D1 to D2? Why did they get rid of? Because uh, you want to chase. No, they got to give you the, the chase. That's it. They're not doing. Hey, any, they're bro. not doing the work. Okay, they're just erasing stuff and then letting you go for other things. Let's go. Let's go to the brass tacks. Ready, bro? What was said to us when they blew up the armory at the end of D1 and D2? We got to move on. Yep, we got to move on. We no, gotta, you, you lost on. all your weapons. You lost all your weapons. We got to move on. You yep. guys can't keep your weapons. But here we they are on. again. But here they are right. again. We're going to sell right. them back to you. But every single fucking weapon that we lost in the first Destiny has been released to us. Drop at a time. Drop at a time. <sighs> drop at a time. Over the last couple of years, all the weapons are coming back. Even in this DLC, we're getting Monte Carlo back. We're getting like you're getting them back. Here. So what was the reason at the time to take them away? It's because you had to give so, people something to chase. Yeah, but the problem That's is the deal. That the problem is now. Now all the armor that I've gotten, and now the pinnacle weapons that I've gotten, are all obsolete. Right? 
because there's no reason to use the pinnacle weapons anymore because now there's new pinnacle weapons to go for. All the armor I have is changing because it's all armor 2.0, right? So everything I've, I've gotten for the last year doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if so, I got the pinnacle so, weapons. So technically, bro, so technically, I don't want to break up your thought. Remember now, remember, I don't want to break up your thought. But technically, this is erasing everything all over again. Yes. Every year, there's always erasing something. Every just year, they always erase just, something. It's just given to us in a different way, but it's still erasing. Okay. This this frustrates me because it's not about just the pinnacle weapons, right? The pinnacle weapons, one, they have to separate. They have to separate PvE and PvP, right? The, the, the PvE characters are not calling up Bungie going, hey, you know what, man? I'm, I'm tired of... It's not fucking Wreck-It Ralph. I'm tired of dying over and over. No. Fucking move on. Stop erasing my guns. They did it to Icebreaker. They got rid of Galahorn. <clears throat> they got rid of all this other shit. We just have a new Galahorn. It's a new Galahorn. Yeah. It's right. It, it's does, it does two things. Did you see the, yeah. Did you see what that rocket launcher <clears throat> does? I, 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 don't, I, I just don't like the way they're doing it. Anyway, I was actually excited. I was excited until I read that that last part there. <clears throat> all right. Here's what we know about Shadowkeep. All right. Information. We got 15 minutes left. The I, next... know, I know the commercials are fucking amazing. The next. The can, next... You, can you put that on while we're talking? Yeah. I, I don't want to see my face well, anymore. Can you, I'm not going to do the. Uh, do you want me to do the, the latest commercial or do you want me to do the, the, one the Vi Doc? The one that's on more consoles. That, that one is fucking amazing. Mm. If that. Listen. If. Listen. If. Even if you even if you didn't have if, listen, I'll I'll say this as nicely as possible. If you're a woman and you watch that trailer and you're a gamer, <clears> I, don't know, a, I don't know I don't know what what's what's the what's that video called? <clears throat> I can't find it's, it. It's the latest it's the latest commercial. It's the one that was playing during that more console video. That's the newest trailer. Yeah, but the trailer. Can, sure can, can someone duplicate? You're good at that stuff. Can you can you help me find that 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 link real fast for the was it like just a commercial two minute long trailer or whatever the fuck yeah. it is? Yeah. I can't. Start, I can't see it. it. Basically, it's a it's a montage of like it's a montage of like he shoots the gun into the air. They come across with three bikes. Then in the background, there's three tanks that roll up and they're firing at the they're firing at the fortress. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There's a kick ass music in the background and like, listen, I I'll say it again. If you're a girl and you love gaming, it gives you a chubby. That's how good that that's a good how good that trailer is. So this is this is what we know until I until I get the uh the, the link in, in the oh, chat. Oh shit, right there, catch it. Bro, screen copy right now. Inky said he bought it. Inky said he bought Shadowkeep. Yeah. He bought Shadowkeep eight hours and, ago. Yeah, but he doesn't buy shit. You gotta you gotta you gotta mark that down. I can't believe Inky actually bought that shit. He must be more drunk than I am. All right, so here's what we know about Shadowkeep. It's Thursday. There's five days before it actually releases. Thank you, Tally. I'm pretty oh. sure that that would be it. Let me see. I don't know why I don't have a green name, right, Tal? You know why. Okay, let me uh, let me loop this. I can drink directly out of the right. bottle. I'll <clears> so know there you go. The we'll, we'll have... Oh, no, I don't want that. Yep. All right, so this is what we know about Shadowkeep. All right, Shadow Shadowkeep is everyone's inventory will go up to 750, right? Uh, Prime engrams will start dropping at 900. Okay, uh, at this point, it's to help you get up to 950. So from 900 to 950, you're going to be getting Prime engrams. Now, if you want to reach 960 power level, you will have to complete the pinnacle activities like raids and Iron Banner uh, 
for these, okay? These pinnacle activities are the only way you can earn weapons and armor above 915 and above, okay? Um, other than that, now, you can get above 960 without doing any of that. All you have to do is set, uh, get the artifact. It operates completely independently from the power of your weapons and armor it, um, to give you. So, if you're stuck at 950 or stuck at 915 or stuck wherever... Because you don't want to do any of the pinnacle activities, you can still increase your power well over a thousand. That's no power uh, cap on that whatsoever. Now, here's where the grind comes in, okay? This is what we were waiting for. This is a little glimpse into what the grind is going to be like. Nightfalls are adapt is 750, Hero is 920, Legend is 950, and Master is 980. At Master level, you're ex you get exotic gear. Enhancement Prism and Ascended Shards. Now, those of you that don't remember what Ascended Shards are, Ascended Shards, you need to use those to fully master your armor pieces. Okay. So uh, that's the end game. The no, end we game. Can't, we can't talk about the stuff we want to talk about. The end, game, we don't know. the end game right now is to power up your artifacts so you can do the hardest activities. Because now, this is what I was afraid of, right? This is what I was afraid of. So your artifacts. It's, it's time gated leveling yeah so you're gonna get to 950 right you have your artifact you're gonna put to a thousand but you have to do the hard activities now here here again is the whole world is open to you you can play everything but to get those ascended shards nightfall master okay now i don't know they haven't really said if you can get ascended shards anywhere else maybe it's randomly opens up through a thing maybe you can find them i don't know but if that's the only way to get ascended shards is to do the nightfall, we're at D one. We're we're at we're at D one. Yeah, we're at D one. We're at, we're actually not even at D one. We're at last year's enhancement cores for leveling up your gear for for infusion, because there was no way of getting enhancement cores except for the small little chances that you got one a week or two a week, three a week, whatever it was. Okay, now now I, I get like thirty one a week. Okay, Ascended Shards, and now I've called this. I said that the Ascended Shards, when they first announced it back in April, okay? Full circle, bro. Full I circle. I said that these were going to be the exact same Full problems circle. that we had with Enhancement Cores with the Ascended Shards. So as of right now, just by looking at the stats and everything that they've said to us, it seems that way. Now, the Battle Pass has 100 ranks, okay? You can catch up mechanic towards the end of the season that allows players to unlock the ranks by purchasing them according to bungie it should take you eight hours of grinding not sitting in orbit obviously of grinding to unlock 10 levels okay some of the things that they're changing is the uh, pursuits tab you'll have quests on the left side you'll have the bounties on the right side and you can also uh pull your 2.0 exotic pieces of gear outside right as the game starts you can pull those 2.0 pieces of gear uh right away okay my big issue here is why would they do 100 ranks if everyone's going to level up so fast, right? What would be the point of adding this into the game to get people to purchase it, right? One. That's why, that's why I love you, bro. One is because, to, is to get. Not, you're, you're not a mouth breather. Love you. Go ahead. So one, they put this pass in because the regular people get sporadic rewards for not paying for the DLC. So they want you to pay the $10 to get the reward. Then everyone pays for it, right? Now, now you, you have the chance of unlocking the 100 thing. But if you don't, 
at the end of the season, you're going to charge, and I guarantee you it's going to be like five bucks every 10 levels or or dollar a level, whatever it is, right? A dollar a level. A dollar a level. I, I, wait, you know what? That's too low. Dollar fifty a level. That's not even enough. So maybe two dollars. No, a dollar ninety nine a level. A dollar ninety nine a level. Well, I nobody can, likes to yeah, put the, no, no one, one likes, likes to, to do that. The number up. That's right. That's right. Dollar ninety nine. You don't want to go to two dollars. Dollar ninety nine. That way, they can only buy the five dollar amount of stuff. So they get the dollar ninety nine, and then they have a couple cents left over. So that's still that's like exactly. two million people. Have, have, it's still two million people are dollar ninety nine. Right, a dollar ninety nine. So, so it's four million dollars. <clears throat> so we're not gonna have my my theory here. Okay, we're not we're not gonna have my theory here until the end $4 of the season. Dollars because I want to be where you are. Right, right, exactly. Right, I gotta pay extra money because I want to be where you are. Yes. Right. Yes. So, at the end of the season, I'm just gonna say it now. I'm right again. This is this is future past me talking to future me. High five, thirty. That's confusing, right? right? It's past me to future me because when I tell you that at the end of the thing we're gonna have some pushback of people saying, "Well, I have to pay fifteen dollars." Yeah, but you're not gonna hear them until ten weeks later. I have to. I, no, I understand that. That's I have to be, pay that, that 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 complaint will be buried I, under. Oh, I know how awesome. I is. have to pay fifteen dollars to level up my my. My, the remainder of my t- my thing so I can get the exotic whatever at the end, oh, right? The, oh. the ornament. And people are going to be like, okay, that sounds like a good deal, right? Because By the it, way, it was $10. Level, yeah. What level is that exotic thing on for those people? It's well, like 35. 35, no, no, well, 35 for, for the yeah. non-paying people. Yeah, it and is. It's, and it's number and one. Do you, think, do you believe that 35 is a mysterious number? Well, I think miraculously they're gonna have to do some research, right, and figure out they, that they know, yeah, they know how long how plays. long people will play to hit that point. Plays. And if they, they put it, level thirty five, if they put it on purpose, right? So let's just say let's just say it's uh, ten hours. In in their eyes, you can go up ten eight hour, hours. In eight hours, you can go up ten levels. Right. Right. So let's just call it ten for ten. You gotta go. You gotta let's go twenty four. You gotta go twenty four hours to get to level thirty five. Let's just say that, right? You have to put in 24 hours to get to level 35. And they did the math. They go, most people only play like this amount of time per month, okay? And it would take them 11 weeks to get to, to max light. You know what I mean? Like to, to, to max ranking. I don't think they just randomly put it on 35 and be like, right. right. Listen. Listen, I'm a business guy. Right, right. Why did I put the gun on 35? Right, because most people probably don't play 35. Uh, well, they won't play 40 hours. It's probably 40 hours to get to 35. Because they're casual. Right, because right. they're, they're super casual, casual right? right? Well, if you want that, maybe they get to 35, right? Maybe they get to 35. Maybe they get to 50. But then they have 50 more levels to go, right? Is it five bucks every 10 levels? Is it dollar a level? Hey, we won't know. We won't know. But I'm telling we'll you, we'll know until ten weeks later. You, well, well, actually, seven weeks later. Right, and then you, so and then you the have last, the last few weeks you can buy it. And we're not talking about hardcore people. I know I'm going to hit the hundred level, right? I have no problem hitting the hundred level. I'm talking about the casual people, which is the majority. I would say seventy percent of the population of Destiny is casual, right? Maybe a type, a may, type of casual. Well, a casual, casual meaning hours wise, not like you could be a hardcore guy. Right, but you still only when have you're ca- playing. right. Like you- <clears throat> slow, where he's under medication and still goes hard. Right, 
but that's he's not a he's not a hardcore guy. He's well, I don't know. He's, he's pretty casual. hardcore. But he's pretty he's pretty hardcore. Tweak no, Tweak I would say is hardcore he casual. Be, listen, he cannot be hardcore. He has five kids. <laughs> Right? <laughs> he's hardcore when he plays. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tweak and Tweak. He's not hardcore. Tweak would be hardcore, but casual, right? He plays a lot when he can, but right. then he can't play that often, right? Something like that. Because right, so, he has to actually pay a bill. Right. Yeah. So so this is going to be a problem when it comes down to the path at the at, at the end. At the end. This is something that we can't talk about until seven right. weeks. This later. is this is past me telling so future seven me, weeks, bro. Seven weeks. By the way, seven weeks after the game comes out. Ten weeks. Seven uh, is it? Ten, no, no. But they start selling levels. At seven uh, yeah, weeks eight, 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 eight weeks in, or yeah, yeah. or ten weeks in, or I'm sorry. So yeah. that means that means right before Christmas. Right. It's December 10th. Is the end of it. Yep. Right. Is that is that's when the season ends. Yep. So by like Thanksgiving. You're going to see people starting to pay for the stuff because they won't have time. And then we'll have the discussion. And then I'll have the discussion that I'm having right now that I'm right. Congratulations. Okay. That people will be complaining that the, the price is too high. December 10th is when my semester ends. There you go. So so right after the semester ends, Tweak is going to throw in 50 bucks. And you get it right up to where we're supposed right, to be. You'll be right where we are, Tweak. 50 bucks. You'll be, you'll be right where we are. All, you don't even care. All the amount of time you put in towards work. To make that extra money, you can throw towards that so you can be where I'm at. I'm sorry, it's because it's too much. I know, bro. I know. <laughs> 20 bucks. It'd be 20 bucks. That's fine. It'd be 19.99. Right. I'm sorry. Right. No one sells anything for $20. Yeah. No, it's 19.95. 1995, uh, exactly. 96, something like that. Uh, you say that now, Tweak. Can we get that in writing? <laughs> it's in writing. Can we get, can it's in, we get it's in writing, writing right now. Only, yeah. only if we control, you know, save yeah. the screen here. Tal. Save the screen. Uh, screenshot. <laughs> screenshot this. So that's that's all right. So what do we what do we think, Sarge? We what what's gonna happen? What do I, think? I got so much I'm thinking. All right, well about. go ahead. Start start ranting away. Right, start ranting on, away. On which, on which part? On which part you want to talk about? What what are you most looking forward to, or what do you think is gonna happen when next Tuesday comes out? Tuesday comes out. Oh, by the way, are we starting at Tuesday night? Tuesday night starting the campaign? All right, listen. Listen, if if I can't get out of work early, okay, just just brother to brother, can we just play the game like we used to play the game? Yeah, I'm asking you because of the stream. I'm at. I'm asking you. Play it. I'm asking you. I want to play the beginning of the game with you, like we play D one together. I'm I'm asking you. So what I'm telling you is this: I might get out early on Tuesday. Okay. If I don't get out early on Tuesday, I want a significant amount of time to play. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm off. So Wednesday oh. morning, if right. Tuesday night sucks, right. that's when I can start. That sounds good. Are you agreeing <laughs> or you're just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah? No, I'm I, hearing, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I said I'll play something else. I said I'll wait okay. for you to play the campaign is what okay. I said. He doesn't okay. hear me, Tally. He's, he, he's got selective hearing. He doesn't I hear he, you. I hear you. But he's I like the navigational system. Thing. He's like the navigational system in my car. I don't actually listen to it because I just, the voice is just, eh, Not, and eh, it goes out the other ear. Tell you know what the problem is is you, you don't understand that I, I like to play with certain people during the game because it's not about just the gameplay, it's about the banter when we play. That's why I'm so disappointed that you stopped playing Destiny because I never got to actually sit around in a party and just play the game with you. The banter while playing is what I look for in a game. That's why I loved Borderlands 2. That's why I loved Gears of War. It was the people I was playing with and the banter. It wasn't just the game. Yeah. Not a drama. 
right? I just like, so, <laughs> I like my games a certain way. I think it's great. I like There's my games a certain way. way, like I like my women and my drinks. Uh, what, right, so what, getting, what is... back, getting back, getting back to the question. Oh, man. Okay, so the issue, the issue that I have is that there are, there are too many variables in the current game that we don't know anything concrete. I have watched many people talk about what they know because either Bungie told them or a source told them or whatever. What is shown in the ad shows the awesomeness of the game. They are brilliant at it. It calls to my 16-year-old self. I love the ad. That last ad gave me tingles. I loved it. It makes me want to play the game. The realist in me looks at it and says, okay, what are the mechanics in the game when this game releases and these crazy fuckers are trying to get worlds first? What are the roadblocks that they're going to run into? Because the, because the way it works is this. Casual gamers are going to jump in maybe, and I say maybe, because they want to see the story of what's going on in Shadowkeep. And I'm interested in that too. But the hardcore people are in it to see how fast I can get leveled for the for the for the raid that happens four days later. Yeah. Okay. So they don't give a shit about the story. They are blowing through it. Okay. Like like it's nothing. They want to make sure what the routine is. What is the routine to get me items that are going to level me? What's going to level my artifact? What is going to level me to where I can do the raid on Saturday? Period. Period. And yeah. see, to me, I don't like the fact that that's the way it is. I understand it's for hype. I understand they do it in the first week because then it draws more hype for the game so they can sell more copies. I understand. Bungie's a business. I get it. But remember, the raids in the beginning were never released right away. Let everybody play two weeks the game. after, wasn't Let it? Like two weeks. Let everybody play through the story. Let everybody experience the game. And then a month later, the raid comes out. Whoever's ready can be ready. Not to say that people that everyone will be ready, but more people will have the time to throw their hat into the ring and be ready. <clears throat> four days, bro. Let's be honest. Four days. So it's like it's like six or seven teams of guys. Who love their team? Oh, it's more than that. Brothers with their guys. Like twenty who are in it to win it. Yeah, that's where we're watching. So I have a question: If it's soft cap until the raid is beaten, okay, that's what Duplass is saying. It's soft cap till the raid is beaten. Pinnacle weapons. No, no, soft cap is not. No, not not artifact. Hard cap or soft cap is nine hundred. That's fine. Right. The raid starts. The raid starts at eight ninety, and goes up to nine twenty. Okay, until the raid's beaten, the only way they can get their thing up above the 920 is getting that artifact up as high as possible. So their their light level is going to be at 900 at least till Saturday, and their artifact has to be the additional 60 points, right? Or I'm sorry, 20 yes, points. The artifact, the artifact doesn't have a it doesn't set have amount. A, it's variable. No, no, it goes up every time you level up. It goes up. It that's the that's the that's the XP. Well, well we don't know. But that's what we think. No, that's what it says. Every time yeah, you go up. No, no, that's what I they said, it. Sarge. We, we don't know how the artifact levels with you. It we levels up like you level up now. 
Every time so it levels if up. I, if I, that means if I get the artifact early, it'll level up higher than if I get the artifact. You and get, I forget the, to get, you it get later. the artifact at level seven, I believe, through the uh, through the reward tracker of a hundred at level seven. So it's gonna take you a couple hours, six to seven hours, to get the actual artifact. Once you get the artifact, you can level it up every time. Every time you level up, it levels up. Okay. So if you level up sixty times, it's gonna have sixty power. Okay. Supposedly. Supposedly. I hope that's true, by the way, Dupless. I hope that you can't save up and bounties. And people can't do the us. classic save up bounties. I, listen, I, I just listen, read I that. I hope that's true. No, it I is true. true. I just read it. See, he doesn't pay attention when I read it. I read that. I read that during the, the actual thing. The classic about bounties, you cannot save up anymore. It tells you which ones you could save and which ones you couldn't save. But what, the ones you could save are weeklies? I would have to bring it back up and read it again. <clears throat> So, so basically, Tweak, listen, it's not a big deal, Tweak. So basically what they want, they want the seven teams that are going for Worlds first to, hurry to up all and be it. at the same level. That's yep. all it is. Yep. That's all that is. It's got nothing to do with everybody else who plays the game. But they're everybody not, else who plays the game but they're not going to be at the same level. for the team of Raiders that opens the game for them. They, but they're not all going to be the same level because they're all going to have different artifacts at different levels. They're not oh, going to no. be... Oh no no! What do you these, mean? these guys, these guys, the guys who are hardcore right now, will figure it out day one what works and what doesn't, and they will plan accordingly. They will communicate and they'll plan accordingly. They will save the bounties that count towards the experience. That's not what I'm saying. Experience gains for the artifact. They will level up normally, get the artifact, and then pour in the other stuff in order to get their artifact as high yeah, as Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Before it's, the raid. it's not going to be fair, what I'm saying to you. No, of course not. Right? It might be a soft cap at 900, okay? But they're going to be leveling up that artifact as high as they possibly can, right? So you're going to have people going in at like 930, 940 with the artifact with like 50, 60 plus on their artifact, right? And then they'll get the pinnacle weapon, right? Then they'll get the pinnacle weapons and stuff to move, to move up. I want to know how that's going to happen, though, right? So I don't ever have to do any of the pinnacle stuff. Hell, I don't even have to get power engrams. I could literally get my artifact and get me to 950, 960, and be max light 950. Now, when this season's over, I'm going to lose the artifact. So if I'm an 880 light level, I'm going to go back I'm, to 880. I might, I, might, I, might go to, I might go down to 830 or 820, depending on your light level of the artifact. Right. <laughs> now, here's my question. Here's my question. Is the reason why they're saying that is to make the people who don't like to do the grind for the pinnacle weapons feel better? Yeah, because you can but, do anything you want but, to level up. Yes, but in actuality, and I know this is how they think, the more you level up the artifact, the harder it is to level it up. Yes, of so course it will be. Greater, so what is the greater of two evils? Do I grind to get the artifact up based on these set of lists, the list of things I can do, or do I go for the pinnacle? What is the lesser of two evils for me as the individual? Right. We it might, maybe it goes up quicker for you, and you're like, oh, this is cool. I can get this up. I won't need to do pinnacle. But when you get to a certain point, you're like, man, this is going to take me three or four days of grinding just to go up another five points when I can just do the pinnacle. And so what do I pick? It's not going to be the lesser of two evils. Right. It's going to be the comfortability and then the same consequence. That's 
where it's going to be. Do you, do you think, do you, how do you think this armor 2.0 lands? Do you think, here's my options, ready? Hold on. I, I want to talk about it, but I don't know enough. We don't know much, we don't know, right? So we're just speculating. Do you think that majority of the hardcores are going to love it or hate it? And the casuals, are they going to love it or hate it? Or is it going to be a thing where everyone likes it or everyone hates it? I personally think that the hardcore people are, like it. are going to like it, right? And the casual, casual people are going to hate it. No, no, they won't hate it. They won't understand it. Which means they'll hate it. No, no, it's not the same. Hate, hating something. The attention span of gamer. Understanding something yeah, no, no. is two different. It's if there's a wall there, people are like, nope, I'm out. Well, it's not going to be a wall. It's going to be I'm taking 20% more damage, and how do I figure out how to not take 20% more damage? Think about the grind that's going to happen because not only do you have to level up your gear for infusion yes. for light yes. level, okay, yes. but you have to level up your armor piece with the ascended with, with the ascended shards. Yes. Okay. So, so here's the question: which you can't what? get until you're above 980, because right. that's guaranteed, and we don't know where else you get them. Right. So here's. So here's the here's the here's the difference. The difference is this: you're a hardcore team. You're trying to prepare for the raid. So what ends up happening, just like it did in the normal Destiny before all the rules have changed, you're looking for gear that fits the weapons that you use. Now you don't have the luxury of waiting for the gear to drop because you only have four days. So now the hardcore guys. Excuse me. They're going to have to try to figure out what weapons they can get away with that have the benefits in the armor with the mods. Right. Right. Not just the perk, but the perk with the mods that they get. So let's say I get mods. And remember now, the mods just drop. You can't buy them. And once you have them, you have them forever. Right. But I only have four days. Saturday. I don't know where all the mods drop. Is it from strikes? Is it from missions? Is it from lost sectors? We don't know. All we know is a mod will drop. And once it drops, Mike, once it drops, it's forever in our inventory. And I get to purchase it to go to whatever gun I want. Sounds good, right? But I only have four days. So now, not only am I looking for armor that may or may not fit my personal game style, but I have to hope that the mods that drop in those four days coincide with those weapon perks. Yeah. I'll give you a good example. For my primary, I like auto rifle. I just do. That's just how I am. I, I like, I auto, like rifle. auto rifle. Yeah. I run shotgun or a fusion rifle in my secondary, and I run machine gun in my heavy, unless circumstances change. That's my normal build out. So now during the four days, if I'm a hardcore player, I'm looking for auto rifle reload quicker. Auto rifle ammo reserved, auto rifle counterbalance, make sure the auto rifle can fire steadier, right? These are the things I'm looking for, right? Same thing with fusion rifle, same thing with, with heavy machine gun. Now, for the mods, if all the mods I find are for scout rifle or for fusion rifle or for things I don't use, now I have to decide whether or not my game style supersedes what the mods benefits do for me in the raid. Right. That's the difference. The difference now is, am I going to hunt down the best mods I can get for the guns I want? Or whatever it is I find in the four days, 
I hodgepodge them together, <clears throat> and I make that the best thing I can do. Because remember, a difference of 15, 20% of killing ads or killing or killing heavy monsters in the in the raid is all the difference for first for first run. Is all the difference. If you can't clear ad trash ads, if you can't knock down a boss quickly enough, and if they're getting rid of Pinnacle, that gets rid of Mountaintop and Lumina. So what what are you going to use? What's going to be used? Mm. That's I think is what the hype train is for the first week. Yeah, but that's the difference. What what I just don't even know what I want to go for because there's no point to infuse anything because you're going to be dropping stuff. I wouldn't start I wouldn't start putting stuff and investing in armor pieces until 920. Yeah, yeah you think that, but you're going for first. You're going to infuse everything you got. No, no, no. I'm not talking about raids. I'm talking about but, just playing well, the that's game. That's what we're talking about. That's 4 days. No, no. I I'm talking about just normal. Oh, just normal. normal. Well, listen, normal, uh, you're, you're, you will find the piece of armor that you like, that you know you want, and you're going to put it over on the side. And then you're going to level up the one you have, and then when you keep finding mods that fit the bill for the one you have saved, that's when you're going to move that over to there until you're ready to take that one. Right, which would be like 920, I would say. Well, it depends. If you're Listen, if I'm lucky enough to find, if I'm lucky enough to find the gloves that give me auto-rifle reload, and I'm lucky to find the other perks that give me my steadier aim for auto rifle or reserve ammo rifle. I'm going to just put that together. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if it matches. I just want those perks to match the guns that I use. Right. Right. So I'll be hodgepodge guy for a it'd be, while. It'd be interesting to see because it, let's say I have a armor set that I want to get or that I have. And it's like 780 or 800. Right, and then I have my my artifact that's like fifty points. Right, so I'm at eight fifty. But then I then anytime you get a drop, it's not going to be based off. I'm guessing, eight, no, listen, hold on. I'm it, it's, it said. Points, bro. Hold on a second. No, no, it said it doesn't count your artifact towards your light level. So if I'm eight hundred and I have the artifact that makes me eight fifty, I'm only getting drops that are eight hundred to eight oh three or eight oh five. That's it. Right? That's 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 gonna be weird. Points. That's gonna be I'm strange. Guessing, listen, I'll be honest with you. For what they're talking about, for this for this DLC to last any amount of time at all, even though people are grinding, I'm guessing two or three points. I mean for gear piece. That's that's what it said in the in the Right. It's gotta be two it can't be five, it can't be eight points, two or three points, because when they grind for the four days to get that gear up to the level of 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 for rating, it has to be to where some people will get the RNG and they'll make it, and other people will make it only if they choose the gear that doesn't fit their play style. Like, that's the only way it's going to work. Not everybody will have the RNG where the mods and the gear are going to drop for the guns that they like to use in the raid. That's going to be the it difference. It says all non-powerful rewards now drop three to zero points below your highest equipable power level up from 15 to 20 below. So huge. Yeah. That's huge. Zero to three. Yeah. Come on, bro. So basically you're gonna get a drop that doesn't do anything for you. That's gonna go over well the first week, right? Yeah. I'm sure you're not gonna hear anybody to complain about that. I'm getting gear that doesn't help me at all. Where did we hear that before? It's uh, uh Destiny One, Destiny One uh, DLC, Destiny <laughs> Two. Like, when did we hear that? Where yeah. gear drops and it doesn't help me. Yeah, that's all Destiny 2. It's all Destiny 2. All right. 
that's the end of the show. Episode 186 is in the can. Next Tuesday, this Tuesday, not next Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, Shadowkeep is releasing at 1 p.m. Eastern. If you guys are playing it, I hope you have a blast and fun. We will be playing it either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. I'm going to be playing the campaign with Sarge as we play through the whole story mode uh, together. Uh, so stay tuned for that starting next week. Um, if you guys haven't, if you've missed any part of the show, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Anchor.fm. If you uh, put the uh, podcast in the thing, uh, please hit that Anchor FM up uh, on Anchor.fm. If you would like to subscribe, now I know I'm not a partnered streamer here, but if you'd like to support Generation X Gaming, the podcast that we've been doing for four and a half years uh, since May 24th of 2015. Uh, you can go over to Anchor and support. You can as little as 99 cents up to 9.99. You don't have to. It's absolutely free. But if you would like to support us, you can support us over at anchor.fm. Uh, that's that. You can also follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at 30 and still gaming. I appreciate you guys watching. Uh, don't go anywhere. This show is ended, but we're going to end this and then start up another stream. Uh, I think I'm just going to continue with Red Dead tonight. I'm going to continue with Red Dead. Or unless you want to play some more Star Wars, I'll play Star Wars. Um, but you let me know. Um, go ahead. No, no, I'm good. All right, so uh, that's it. So I appreciate you guys watching. Stay tuned, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace. Take care, guys. since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. All right, guys, uh, give me one second. I got to set up the... I'm going to end...